Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Here we go, Davey. Who they? Who they? Who they say gonna beat the Bengals? Who they? Who they? Who they say gonna beat the Bengals? No! Alex Schubert, sitting across from me per usual is Lloyd Johnson. And sitting to my left, we have a guest, former UC football player. Thomas Clagger right here. How you doing, man? Doing well, doing well. Nice, nice. We're happy to have you on. You're a friend of Lloyd's. How do you know Lloyd again? Uh, we work together. You work together at the zoo. You guys both work security, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> we just look like it. You just look like it? <laughs> yeah, we, no, we both work at the commissary. Nice. We, uh, we deliver all the food to the animals. And, uh... Yeah, yeah kind of do everything else they need. You kind of do everything, and so you're a former UC football player. Yes, I am. You said you played with a lot of uh, people who are still in the NFL, like uh, Kel- both Kelseys, both Kelseys, Huber, Pike, Huber, uh, Barwin was there. Who was Connor Barwin? Oh, that's right. Yeah, he just retired, didn't just he? Retired. He was a former uh, UC basketball player. Unfortunately, yeah, he was. I remember <laughs> one play I vividly remember. I want to say it was against Villanova. But, like, somehow, like, sometimes, like, you you pick a player. I remember he literally checked a dude. That's what happened to you football players I basketball. Vividly, I vividly, I remember him more, at, when he played for UC, I remember him more as a basketball player for UC than a football player. That was only his freshman year. It was? Yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah, man. I, I, uh, in high school, I tried to play basketball, and I fouled out of, for the first four games. And the coach <laughs> kind of pulled me aside, like, maybe this isn't, this isn't a good sport for you. I didn't make it to the middle point of any of the games. I remember I was I was not a terrible athlete, but I played uh, KBA for like one game, like in my junior year of high school. <laughs> I got a technical foul near the end of the game because I was a smart ass to the ref. I, uh, I just and, had a problem with elbows. <laughs> and, and I no, didn't play after that because I had knee surgery. So like one game into the regular season, and I was done because I had I my knees fucked up. And oh, uh, didn't the Bengals have a guy that we drafted that did that? Uh, he didn't play at all. 
Oh, you mean all of the guys the Bengals have drafted in the last five years or so? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of meant to be just a general, uh, just a general statement. <laughs> it's a like, thing that happens. Are you, are you talking time. about that one guy or the other guy or maybe the other guy? Yeah, the once a year thing that happens. Yes, <laughs> and it's with a guy that we draft super high. Yeah, it'll be this year it'll be Joe Burrow gets a fucking fractured skull <laughs> and which fucking practice. Which you're still pleading like, come on, Joe Burrow, let's like go somewhere else and let's get Tracy. I, I just think if I'm looking at who's going to play in the league a long time, who's going to, there's question marks for me with him. You got one year <sighs> and the best of conditions for him, and he yeah he yeah. he showed out, but you know when you have everyone qualifying, oh he's going to be the number one pick in the draft because you know still got hurt and. So now he's number one. Because it, <laughs> this whole year started out as the tank for Tua campaign. Right. And the Bengals won that. So I uh, I don't know. I'm not I'm not completely sold on him. I still think uh, Chase is a better pick because that guy's going to be a pro bowl Chase player. is a safer pick. That's what I'm saying. All right. All right. Well, when you well, have a team his, that won two fucking games. Um, I predecessors. Won. You look at the both Bosa brothers. They both came out of there. They, they both were pro bowl worthy. The ends, and he just broke the sack record. Yeah, call it. So it's looking both like the of the, right yeah, pick. both of the Bosa brothers. Yeah, in so. <laughs> well, the was... difference with Nick Bosa though, Joey's like kind of he's doing pretty well, but with Nick Bosa, that line was already insane. Nick Bosa was just the finishing piece to that line. I mean, this right. is true, but it's, they still excelled. He, he could have just been a dud, but he, he wasn't a dud. No, he was n- no. Neither of them were duds at all. I'm just saying. Think of it this way: If you were a quarterback and you had to play, and you got Geno staring at you and Chase over there, you're never getting comfortable. And Dunlap. Yeah, I, I, I mean Dunlap guy was never good two years. He could train him up. He has a good two years left. So that's. I don't know. I like having those threats. I think you know, like the. You watch their defense fall apart for a year after Justin Smith left, and. You know, they, yeah. I think it's kind of the nuts and bolts of how you have to play in the AFC North. And it is yeah. a very – it's turning – I mean, Lamar Jackson kind of turned it on its head and turned it from a defensive uh, co- or defensive division to an offensive division. It's still defensive. It, yeah, it is core, really the defensive. The core is still defense. Also, yeah, anytime you play the Steelers, you have to play the Steelers plus the refs. Yeah. <laughs> so defense is your best way to go. It's your best offense. Yeah. I think I think there's enough good quarterbacks in the draft. There's enough out there. If there was a way they could trade away that first pick and get Chase and Tua, if they didn't do that, then... Well, to get Chase Young, you have to have the second pick in the draft. Right. You're not... Chase is not dropping lower than two. I'm just saying, crazy yeah. shit has happened for sure. This is true. Or like, if they Aaron Rodgers drop, dropped a 24 Right, but I'm saying if they got the second and then, you know, somewhere where they could get one of the other three or four clearly serviceable quarterbacks. Well, you're going to have to get up, you're going to have to get that pick from Washington. Who I think it's doable. Who I think for now they seem they seem like they're sold on Haskins. Well, their owner was just at the combine trying to schmooze up. Burrow's, well, they're uh, doing that because I think uh, Dan Snyder said they want to encourage all possibilities, which that's smart of them. Yeah, but I mean, you know, they're, they they kind of have the same problem we do. Their owner has a little too much so. hands in. Dan and, Snyder blows as a person. You come from Mike Brown territory. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I know that. I'm trying to like, I mean, like, hey, 
Mike Brown isn't the only owner that sucks. Yeah, Snyder's pretzels versus Browns is shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, pretzels aren't a great snack, but it's better than shit. Yeah. It's better than one of the most boring stadiums in the NFL. Yeah, it's... Oh, sad. Yeah, it's just giant concrete. Hey, we have pictures of past players. That's all you have. No, there's no Hall of Fame. There's one retired jersey, I believe. I don't know. I don't walk around that place. There's too many <laughs> humans. I don't. I don't care for them. There's too much. There's too much piss around the stadium. Well, usually if I go, I take my friend Brian, and we get to sit in the handicap section, so I actually can fit. <laughs> that's my other problem. Is I I tried to sit in the regular seat. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. It's one time. And it literally is just my knees being, like, aggressively mashed backwards into it. It's just not, it's not pleasurable. Yeah. It's, a, it's an awful experience. Especially when your size. team, well, think about now, like, because the stadium isn't, hasn't really been that full over the last two years. Think about, like, ten years ago when, like, they were on a sellout streak. Yeah, that's when I used to go more often. And, yeah. Uh, nah, I'm good. No, it's not. It's provided, of course, the NFL season even happens this year. Oh, it like, happened. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's too early. It's I was just early. trying. I was just trying to segue, segue. Yeah. into like because today we're recording on the twelfth, and literally the entire world is canceling. Oh my goodness! Everything. everything. Last night. I got a notification that the NBA season had been canceled because Rudy Gobert tested positive for coronavirus. Yeah. I think I saw today that Donovan Mitchell got it too. Yep. Uh. And and then today, like, <sighs> like schools are closing. Like, my, I, I just got a text from, from Deb Schubert, my mom, saying that the school district I was supposed to sub teach for closed tomorrow. <laughs> and then after that, schools are closing for three weeks. It's a three-week spring break, which is a real... Real fancy term. You're going on spring break for three weeks. Well, you don't get to go anywhere. <laughs> well, I mean, it's real cheap to fly. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, it's insanely cheap to fly. Yeah, a friend of mine sent me a text earlier. I was telling Thomas at work. Uh, a friend of mine sent me a picture of, like, flight prices, like, on, from his work computer. And uh, Please tell me the numbers. I have not looked at them. I honestly don't remember all of them, but... Uh, they're, they're ridiculous. Some of them are super cheap. Like that yeah. one out to whatever that Key West one that's usually pretty expensive to fly into. It was like sixty four dollars round trip. And I don't remember. I just I just looked at the part he had circled, and he was like, "Fuck it, you want to have lunch in Puerto Rico tomorrow?" <laughs> <laughs> the lunch like, is more expensive than the flight. And I was like, I mean, it's that's fucked up, but we could like we could do that. Shoot, I was gonna go to Vegas to have a round trip for thirty seven. But they, they closed all the buffets. You can eat a buffet right now? They closed the buffets. I, I was going to go until they closed the buffets. 
I, I was gonna go to LA. Let's see what a flight is. Delta round trip is a hundred and nineteen dollars. God damn. Uh, that's a- that's April. Uh, let's see what uh, I- I'm gonna go today. Let's see what a flight is. Uh, da da da. I feel like Orlando's airport's about to just. Vote. Okay, you uh, Delta round trip. Literally, if I wanted to fly in 21 minutes, it'd be three hundred eight dollars round trip. From Cincinnati to L.A. In 21 minutes. Yeah, so I'm going to get out of here. Uh, fuck you, NFL. We like the Bengals. Uh, that's our outro. Uh, but everything's getting canceled. Like, I just saw, like, all the colleges closed. Like, UC, Miami, Dayton. Which, by the way, did you see the University of Dayton after they closed? No. The streets were rioting. <laughs> Why? Because that school is insane. I mean, this is the best year they ever had in sports in history. Yes. So. Yes, yeah, so they have a person going in the draft for the first well, time I, in like well, 46 I there, years. So. I work there every single Saturday. <clears throat> it's an insane party school and nobody realizes it. Oh, no. I, I, I realize it. It's unbelievable. Like, I saw Snapchats from people. They, they had riot police out. They had the, like, the riot shields and shit. They got riot gear in Dayton? Yeah. <laughs> Dude. You been to Dayton? I've been yeah. to Dayton. Hey, Dayton's big. basically just like a, a BW dubs that just like kept growing. Like, it's got its own sects. Yeah, it's, it's like B dubs and Dave and Buster's fucked, and then had like, <laughs> but but they were first cousins, so the kid didn't turn out quite right. That's Dayton. Oh boy. Yeah, and and, and oh, I'm not even gonna get it. And then their love child Xenia's over there somewhere. <laughs> No, their second cousin Xenia, their their nephew Kettering's doing okay. <laughs> Kettering's got it together. They got their uh, they got a weed shop up there now. They do. Yeah. Oh man, I might go to one if I can still leave the state. I'm gonna try to go to one in Michigan this Friday. Oh, that'd be good. Because it's legal up there. But what else, what else got canceled? The NCAA tournament got canceled. Yeah, they went from having the games with no fans to completely just like, oh, now we're done. We're done. We're canceled. Do you think it was a ripple effect of the NBA canceling their season? I, it has to be the NBA. NBA was it just scared everybody. It was just no. Like, well, all right. So there's a WHO put out a thing that like anything with big crowds should be yeah because they're trying to stop the spread. It's not that so many people in that particular area have it. It's like people are like, why are they closing schools? And it's trying to stop it big from crowds. spreading because this is like the area and where it really are starts to germ holes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, but kids aren't really... They'll give a fuck. No, I'm saying we have almost no kids that have caught it. It's just, it doesn't yeah. really yeah. affect them as well. Uh, as yeah, much. and kids are like, I don't know. They're more susceptible. And they're more susceptible to give it to their grandparents, where the, the fatality rate, if you're older, is significantly higher yeah. than when you're younger. So I think it's more about kids being carriers than yeah. it actually yeah. killing kids. So that's what I'm saying. It's trying to stop the spread, not so much of like, because someone has it or what. It's just trying to... Limit the places Stop where it spread. could spread because this is the area where those blow up. Yeah. Like if you look at like SARS and MERS and all the other coronavirus types. Ten that, years ago, like H one N one was a thing. That's I mean, swine flu. It's swine a flu. Yeah. But it's not a. It's not a technically a coronavirus, but like SARS was MERS. Those are the same thing. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. I was too young to remember when SARS was a thing. <laughs> fucking puppy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send that to Lily. (laughs) (laughs) 
Hi, Lily, if you're listening, do our reads again. I love that I can threaten people with my child. <laughs> with your daughter, nonetheless. Yeah. yeah. Thomas has known her since she was little. and uh, She's not little anymore. <laughs> no, she's... Uh... Oh, she's the best. But, uh, no, like... So, I also... I think we ought to give this one a cool name. Like, you know, there was SARS, there was MERS. It's going to be coronavirus. <laughs> no, let's just let's just make this one the boomer remover. That was your name, <laughs> boomer remover. You can't, you said that <laughs> like you, you did say that one before the podcast. Yeah, no, yeah, I didn't expect a big, but just for everyone boomer. else, I like it a lot because <laughs> it's an election year, and uh, I mean, is it so bad? I I did, I did see like right before I got here that. Trump and Pence, and we don't. Have, we're not getting. We 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 barely talk politics on here. Yeah. But they uh, were around. They came in contact with a Brazilian official that tested positive. Yeah, and they were not tested. Of course not. They're yeah. afraid. They're afraid that it's going to like affect their their. Because uh, this is an election year. So this also, be- I mean, you can't get through that much spray tan with a virus. <laughs> <laughs> Orange stops it. That's why I drive my car. <laughs> my car's orange. And so is my Mio. <laughs> my, little, my little Mio vitamin. <laughs> I'm the puppy of the podcast. Uh, it's the, uh, the Mio little, little drink enhancer. I will say, if someone took a picture of this room right now, you do look like we're your, we, we look like your security. I'm tiny. <laughs> You look like you're protecting me from the boomer remover. Like, yeah, I'm what six four, six five, two hundred and seventy pounds. Thomas, you're six two, three seventy. And uh, Alex is uh, five nine. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. Uh, I'm big for for what I say. <laughs> he's big for a DJ. Yeah, more or less. I feel like a lot of because I I do that too, and a lot, I feel like a lot of DJs have like a. Inferiority complex. That's, like that, was, to, that was the joke. Alex. Okay, <laughs> I was trying to like, add, I was trying to explain your joke for you to make it less funny. <clears throat> I, was, I think most people kind of assume that with DJs. Yeah. Like uh, you know, have a giant mouse head helmet. Oh, for dead, yeah, <laughs> dead mouse or That's or a, the marshmallow head yeah. for Skrillex, obviously. Yeah, but he's uh, yeah, DJs. They're yeah. fun. Every time, like, uh, like every. Blue moon. I'll wear a backwards hat. I'm like, I am such a fucking stereotype right now. <laughs> Just don't do it. Just go in there with like a tiara and <laughs> go like leather daddy DJ. For a little bit, I had no idea. <clears throat> For a while, I had the nickname DJ Respect, and I have no idea how I got it. Oh. I have no idea how I got. You're the it. most respectful person when you talk to people. <laughs> It's because I'm scared of everybody. He's the nicest DJ. He plays whatever song you want. <laughs> it's not true. It's actually not true at all. I say he's a comedian. They, they can't be that nice. You just, it's... I will. Fu- I've, one of my favorite parts of DJing is fucking with people. I do it to a fault sometimes. Like when I run karaoke and a song is like really poorly sung, I'll say "Give it up" or whatever that was. And yeah. I feel like I've had people get mad at me for saying that. Uh, you want to make like if, if you're ever at like a big club or whatever like and you want to make the bouncers happy that's the way to go is what fucking with the people that do oh 100 or harass the dj or whatever because bouncers hate that shit like it makes their job easier because i can single out because like some like sometimes people like stand on tables and like 
say get down from the chair but to the beat of the music <laughs> right yeah well, uh when i was a bouncer there was a, a dude we all loved him he was like in his 50s and was like a wedding dj most of the time and shit but he would come in and do that he, he did a great job but he also like if you did anything dumb it was for sure being mentioned to everyone in the club <laughs> <laughs> like he's like hey uh see so you came over from the country club but uh we don't uh, we don't like cowboy boots on the bar so get the fuck down <laughs> like and uh, the bouncers all look over at DJ like, well done, man. Good job. Like, One of my favorite stories, I think my favorite story, I don't think I've ever told this on the podcast. I might have because my memory is shit. <laughs> but um, there was a story. I used to work at a bar in Clifton called Ladder 19. Yeah, oh, I know. And <laughs> yes, you, uh, we talked about, you, you ran and Kyle all went, a couple of our comedy buddies. Yep. Uh, but they went, uh, there was a couple in like one of the, there's like two windows on like a balcony. There was a couple making out and rubbing up on each other for about two and a half hours. Oh. It was Molly. uncomfortable. <laughs> I was fucking with them the entire time. Dude, that time we went in there, I was looking around and there was not a normal pupil in that place. <laughs> like everyone it, was, I remember that. It was packed. Yeah, it was oh, ridiculous. Yeah, like the bouncers know. looked at me when I walked in like, they, they literally gave me like, just don't. <laughs> like you can see it in their face they're like they're dude. tiny it's Clifton man don't bounce as big as us like there was a dude up there who he was bigger than I was but you can tell he's just not not that guy like he's yeah. a nicer guy he's at the door and he was as they're cause in, all the bouncers are like in college or just like trying to make 40 bucks and maybe a girl to go home with yeah and uh I remember when I, as I was walking he just kind of like met eyes with me he just gave me that like just I can't, don't. Because I was already in line, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't, I don't do crowds, and, yeah. and, so we, Alex invited everybody over, we go up, like, yeah, we'll go see everybody do his thing, and, uh, yeah. mistakes were made. Mistakes. the wall that night. It was the most packed I have ever seen that place, by far. It was, ba- like, it can fit 300, 400 people in there. And, uh, there was every bit of that. So anyway, back to the, the story, no, you're good. To the back of the story, they were they were like rubbing up and making it out for like two and a half hours. And at one point to the night, one point of the night, I pointed over, said, "This song goes out to the lovely couple in the window." And I just played the song "Make Love in This Club" by Usher. <laughs> and I just I, that was so that's much fun. Comic DJ. Everyone <laughs> so just looked up, and they didn't even notice. Was the best part. I want you to tell the next time you substitute teach. I want you to tell the class that story and see how they react. I <laughs> do not. Tell anyone that I that I DJ, unless you let the students see your computer when you're. <laughs> I ha- yeah, you know that story. Yeah, I, I so I have a, a slideshow mm-hmm. for like it says like fuck you whatever team and a couple students cool as hell they saw that they saw a fuck you I believe New England Patriots were like the Bengals <laughs> I had that giant slide up and they're like what and I'm like just don't fucking tell anyone. <laughs> I've let the I've let the F word slip way too many times as a substitute teacher. Hey, you're the cool sub. Yeah. Cool yeah, we had a substitute in uh, eighth grade that called a friend of mine retarded like seven times, <laughs> and I'm sitting there like I'm pretty sure this is not okay, <laughs> but I'm for sure not saying anything because I, I hope this happens again tomorrow. My <laughs> friend G Mays, shout out to G, I love that fucking kid, but he hit himself in the head with a book. It was an ongoing gag. If you knew the joke, it was funny. The teachers look. The, the substitute, just this older dude, was just like completely unimpressed, deadpan. He's like, "Are you retarded or something?" <laughs> and everybody in the class, like, just like, 
<laughs> what the fuck? And then he later told us, like, oh, I haven't actually substituted teaching in, like, 20 years, but, like, he's, he's an older, like, bigger, older, bigger black dude. Like, you can tell he, like, has definitely been in shape most of his life. So oh, yeah. he was a cop or something like that, just by the... He's, like, the guy from, uh, uh, Key and Peele. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, he, he called G retarded, like, seven times, which I know... <laughs> Don't blame me for saying that word. How do you keep I'm, your I'm job after one? I don't know. He was there off and on all year, so. That's the best. Different time. Shout out to Penny Town. <laughs> Different time. There was, a, there a, was a Tosh.0 web redemption, I remember forever ago, where a, a teacher um, called a kid the N-word. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't think it was anything wrong with it because he used a so he didn't use a hard R. Oh. He's like, sit down. <laughs> Oh, like, thank you for that. Thank you for finishing that one. I'm black if you didn't know. Yes. According to Thomas, I'm blacker than Rami that works with us. Okay. But not black enough to. Yeah. Oh, we got to appreciate. We always appreciate. So the world's getting the world's ending right now. Anything else going on with you guys? Uh, not that much. Not much. Uh, I will say uh, I got back from Indianapolis. Not too long ago. I uh, I like being in Indianapolis. I hate driving anywhere in Indianapolis. <laughs> Thomas has heard this rant more than once. It's the <laughs> dumbest fucking laid out city <laughs> as far as how to get anywhere. It's a... <sighs> it's so fucking stupid how they laid that city out. They just need to redo all the highways, roads, whatever. Because I was there for a fiber optics cable convention back in okay. fucking 2002. And I could... From our hotel, I could see the place that the convention was being held. I could see it from my window. And it took us every day 40 minutes to get there. Because you had to drive around this loop to go down to this loop. There's so many loops. <laughs> and it doesn't make any fucking sense. I could have walked there in five minutes if I was willing to cross the highway multiple <laughs> times. Because there's, I don't know, seven highways that all kind of just circle around. Yeah. It's but I do like... And oh. sorry about that, guys. Well played. And uh, but yeah, fuck that. Fuck, fuck the driving. Fuck the layout of the city. Yeah. The city itself is cool. Like I love going there and, and hanging out with the comics from Indianapolis. And I said, there's a bunch of great ones. Uh, Cam's over there now. Cam, Cam O'Connor is one of my favorite people in the world. Price is over there. Murderer. Shout out to Alex Price. Three Eleven day the other day. Yeah, three. <laughs> He's a big Three Eleven fan, and he has people Venmo him Three Eleven. <laughs> Three dollars and eleven cents, and I've been at him three ten one year because I'm a dick. <laughs> and then he, uh, he was making memes yesterday of uh, three eleven day. No, he had I don't know it was a coronavirus meme or something, but ah. but I did stand up there for a couple days. I had a coffee date there. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't know if anything's gonna come of it. Coffee date? Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish this was... I, I'm, I, we like I said, I'm the puppy this. of the podcast. <laughs> no, we need to start videoing this, because the skeptical hippo look that Thomas just gave Alex... <laughs> coffee date? Like, they're having a fucking coffee what are you shop. talking about? Oh. But no, it was a... I say that because, it, like, I've had coffee dates, like, last, like, an hour or shit. This one lasted three and a half hours. And um, I was kind of psyched about that. Did you uh, touch any soft pink tissue at all, or...? Not that, no. <laughs> <laughs> Again, maybe it's better we don't have it visual. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was cool. I just, I don't, I don't know if she was on board. 
because I think because of the distance, because she lives in Indy, I live in Cincinnati, so I think that kind of. I mean, that's two hours. Yeah, <laughs> hour and a half away. I drop the what? It's an hour and a half away. I drop. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten to Indy in about an hour and a half. Yeah, my buddy T Bone lives over there, and one day I was driving, and I just was. I have real bad back problems for yeah. anyone who doesn't know. But uh, I got in the car and I was just like, fuck this. <laughs> and I told him, like, I'm leaving my place now. And then I knocked on his door and he's like, dude, I didn't expect you here for another like, half hour, 45 minutes. <laughs> I was like, why? He's like, because I put in the drive time and it said two hours and 10 minutes. And it's been an hour and 20 minutes. And I was like, well. <laughs> well, I'm here now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's it's not that far. It's a yeah, it's a great city. I I got a book date there. I'll plug that at the end, but I'm excited. I'm excited about it. So um, we'll get into the Bengals stuff in a little bit, but first we have a couple uh, advertisements. We have a new sponsor. Yay! Yeah, we'll get to that after. Uh, I do my bookie. That's our big one right now. We finally have a. There we go. I should have prepared this, but I was lazy. So. If you need to go take a pizzle, you're more than welcome to not together. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but for me, a game is ten times more exciting when I'm putting my money on it. Sometimes I have a gut feeling about a matchup, and sometimes I'm just betting on my team because they're my team. Regardless, whether you've been betting for years or you're ready to play for the first time, my bookie is your best bet this season. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. Uh, if you really if you really want to support your team this season, don't just sit on the sidelines, get in the game with mybookie.ag. And if you join right now, my bookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. And now, hey, Lloyd and Thomas, guess what? What? We have a new sponsor! Yay! Yay! <laughs> we forgot to do that during the song, and we'll edit that in. Uh, but our new sponsor is Simplisafe. Simplisafe. With home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. There's the traditional way, where you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy installation that costs a small fortune. Or there's the other way, Simplisafe. Simplisafe is everything you need in a home security system. It's award-winning protection. Two-time winner of the CNET Editor's Choice Award. Simple Safe Blankets, your whole home in safety. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass and glass break sensors guard inside. You barely notice it's there. But what's truly m- remarkable is you can set up this system all by yourself. Anyone can do it. It takes 30 minutes to an hour tops. And there's absolutely no trade-offs to your safety. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice 24-7. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts, which amounts to about $15 a month because I am a math 
fucking whiz. Uh, it's why The Verge calls SimpleSafe the best home security system. Uh, go to simplesafe.com slash team today, and you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and go now and be sure you go to simplesafe.com slash team. That's simplesafe.com slash team. What the fuck happened last week? And now the Bengals, the Bengals, the NFL, because it's a crazy offseason. Uh, quarterbacks are going everywhere. There's, it'll be very interesting to watch like all this pan out. It's crazy because like some of the all timers are like switching teams. Tom Brady is more than likely not going to be a Patriot. Rivers is pretty much done in L.A. Yeah, I think he said he's done altogether. Nah, he got too many kids to be done. Yeah. <laughs> I joked in 2018, yeah, throwback. $22 million he made last year probably isn't enough to take care of his seven kids. Throw, oh. Throwback <laughs> burn. I said seven. His seven. Oh. Throwback burn. I said he was uh, two kids away from having to name his next son Ladanian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God damn it. Man, who else is going... Uh, Dalton Every, might be gone from the Bengals. Everyone in New Orleans but Breeze. Yeah. Bridgewater. And, and Michael Thomas. No. No, 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 no. Breeze and Michael Thomas. I was adding that Michael Thomas is not going anywhere. Okay, I was like, he just signed a contract. Yeah. Uh, who else? Shoot, Dak might be gone. They don't pay him. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to have to pay him because they already paid Zeke out the ass. They so pay Zeke. They, if they pay him, then they, Cooper's gone. Yeah, if they can't, they can't keep all three of those. Long. See, you guys forget who is in charge on it. Jerry Jones will he'll figure it he, out. He will. He's a big like. He's the opposite of Mike Brown. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he'll you know. They're both like, old white guys, but that's all they have in common. Right? You'll be like, oh, how did Dak Shepard sign a contract for seventeen dollars and fourteen Cheetos? Did you say Dak Shepard? <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> It's Dak Prescott. Prescott. Whatever, they're the same guy. Yeah, really? No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I was uh, let slide. I was, it was funny to me. I was, try, I was trying to think of something stupid to throw as his. Because he'll get paid, you know, not through normal channels. And their wide receiver, Amari Povich. <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. Thank uh, you. Thank you. That was, uh, oh, that God was off the top of my noggin there. Uh, was, but it's now it's, I want to see Dak Shepard play. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, you think he's got a shot? I mean, why not? Christian Bell could be the cheerleader. <laughs> he's got a shot in the XFL. I mean, if Christian if, was Christian Hackenberg in the league, or did he just flame out of the AAF? I think he like stopped and had a pop at what Bills or something. I have no idea. Oh. But it was like if if Landry Jones can make it. If Landry Jones can be a star, Dak <laughs> Shepard is at least a second string safety. Oh, good old XFL. Are you watching that at all? A little bit, not much. Yeah, same here. No, <laughs> I've seen a, I've seen a game or two, and it's like it's it's football, Ish. but it's like the skill level is like it's like high school. I don't disrespect high school like that. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I won't do that. No, it, it, uh, you know what? If it's people getting paid to do play sports instead of sitting in the fucking office, good job. Uh, props More power to them. And they're former yeah. NFL players like Cardell Jones. Yeah. <coughs> right. He had an NFL contract last year. He, he was third string for Phillip Rivers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what, was Geno Smith the backup last year for... I, I want to say it was Geno Smith for the for the Chargers. Ooh. No, it was was it Tyrod or was it Tyrod Taylor? I've learned oh, how to pronounce his name by Tyrod the way. Tyrod Taylor's with the Browns. No, they cut him. I think. Oh damn! Let's look up where Tyrod Taylor is. I thought he was the Browns, and then it's probably really important where he's at if none of us know. It can't be. Like we all watch. We but all, he was a starter. I'm just saying we all watch football, and none of us have any idea where he's at. So he's a matter. Charger. Let's right, just so he is a charger. From now on, let's just say anyone we don't know where they're at is Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah, where's Jameis Winston playing? Tampa, Tampa Bay. Yeah, let's go with that. Oh, for man. now, for now. For, and, uh, no one's picking him up. He, he's not going nowhere. He might be in Exville next year. It's crazy <laughs> to think that the passing yards leader in the NFL might not be able to find a job. Do you really think that he'll be unemployed? No, there's no. I mean, he'll he'll. He'll, He'll find somewhere, but it will he won't. be a starter? No. To a team that really desperately needs a quarterback, I would not be surprised. No, there's there's too there's too many grabs right now. There's too many. I mean, yeah. you, if you look at the draft class right now, there's probably six quarterbacks that Burrow, Herbert, uh, Jalen Hurts, Tua, um, Eason, Fromm. There's six right there. Yeah, I mean that that a team could you could play. Yeah, but day one, how many teams would play their quarterbacks day one? You're going for Over. Hot, hot new stuff. You're going to go for hot new stuff. Well, I mean, think of it from the point of a team. Like you're going to sell jerseys for <laughs> Burrow. No, I mean we're, we're just Winston. Uh, Winston. Winston. Oh, Jameis Winston. Yeah. You're not selling jerseys. So if you get a kid that you're drafting, what, it doesn't matter if you have a shit season or not, you're going to have better jersey sales and attendance with a new guy than you will with a guy who... You can market a new guy better than the guy you like, oh, you saw what he just did last year with that team? Not to mention the fact that he looks like he hates everyone he talks to in interviews. Yeah. Like he's not Burrow? marketable. No, no Winston. Oh, wait, Jameis Winston. <laughs> I am... I am. You're sold on Burrow. It's, it's, it's okay. We're waiting. <laughs> Yeah, uh, watch his interview. He looks like he hates everyone. He just stares like someone asks a question. He's like, no. <laughs> he looks like every question is about crab legs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, damn it, for the last time. Yeah. <clears throat> every question is about groping an Uber, Uber driver. Every question is about standing on a table at Florida State and screaming, fuck her right in the pussy. <laughs> So, I feel like you're making my case for me that he's not marketable, so I don't see him starting anywhere. I see him being a serviceable serviceable backup. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I mean, like, like let's just... I think say, he'd be a very serviceable backup. Right. I, I think he could start somewhere if he got his shit together a little bit. Go see a sports psychologist, get whatever that... He'd whatever be that, like an inconsistent Teddy Bridgewater. I feel like that's just saying Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> well, Teddy Bridgewater's been, fi- like, minus the injuries and stuff, Bridgewater's been fairly consistent. Winston will just throw the ball left and right, and he led the NFL in passing yards and interceptions. 
Yeah, that's, that's not good either way you look at it. Because he also had three. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the case for three of the better receivers in the NFL last year with. with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and near the end of the year, Bashad Perryman. Yeah, Perryman, I, that was... Yeah, he, he came out of nowhere. No, he came out of Baltimore. You <laughs> can't raise a receiver to save their lives. Yeah. As we're talking you look to at a their defensive receivers? lineman from Baltimore. Yeah. <laughs> Would you look at the receivers? Look at Baltimore receivers. They did nothing this year. Literally, yeah, Lamar Jackson, they did nothing. Well, their top, I'd say their top pass catcher was Andrews. Yeah, that's a tight end. They, they did yeah. nothing with their receivers. They had uh, Sneed. Willie Sneed, worst hair in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> Best hair. Really? Best Big hair. Lots Brad doll? Come on. <laughs> no, that was Marquis Christian. No, that was Willie Sneed. No, that was Marquis Christian. I put that on the Instagram. I assure you it was Willie Sneed. The, the guy you called the Big Lots Brad doll? It was That Willie was Marquis Sneed. Christian. No, because I told him the day I did it. I will money. pull up the Instagram right the fuck now. fact checks off. I know because I was running. I was running all those Baltimore burns. Or did I, oh shit, no, that's right because I didn't do it when Willie Sneed was on, so I used it. Again. Oh shit, yeah. you're right. I was right. I was right. It was originally written for Willie Sneed, and you wrote it for Marquis Christian, and it killed. Yeah, I, I originally put it for Willie Sneed, and then I forgot to say it because I wrote it on a second page. And then, oh, okay. Yeah. So, so we're both right. Yeah, I, I definitely wrote it about Willie Sneed, and then it fit really well with Mark. Yeah. Yeah. So the receivers, I mean, they're in the same division. I barely know that little short guy. What's his name? The oh, guy Hollywood Brown, the new one. Marquise Brown. Yeah. Yes, the little short uh, guy. Hollywood. Hollywood, Hollywood Brown. I, that's what he marked himself because he's a uh, Antonio Brown's little cousin. Right, but that's it's, right. It's not yeah. Hollywood, California. It's Hollywood, Florida. <laughs> it's Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he called himself, Hollywood Brown. I, like, I, I forgot his real name because he just said Hollywood. So I think the last time you could say like, "Oh man, I'm going to put that Ravens receiver on my fantasy team," was Steve Smith. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty. Before fast. that, maybe Jacoby Jones in a pinch. No, no, he's uh, pretty good. Bolden. Bolden played there. Yeah. Bolden was like a decent flex. He, he played there. He did well. And Jacoby was he was a good receiver. He just he was a better kick returner. Well, I, I think he got beat up that year a lot early on, and then just didn't get to show what he was. But I think if you watch, like skill wise, I think he was a good guy. A good Jacoby Jones. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was like he was like if Devin Hester played full time because Devin Hester was a decent receiver. Who yeah. I found out, Devin Hester uh, had more punt return, punt and kick return touchdowns than he did uh, receiving touchdowns in his yeah. whole career. Yeah, he's gonna be if he, if he ain't in the Hall of Fame, he's gonna be Hall of Fame for a kick return. Oh, for, yeah. Do they have a lot of those? No, but I mean he, they have. But he was the best to ever do it. Yeah, even better, even better than Dion. Like when he broke Dion's record, he did the the. <laughs> The Showtime dance into the end zone. Yeah, he's he, he going to go on just for that. It might, ain't going to be first-round ballot, but he'll, he'll get in. But, and if Josh Cribbs had ever kept his shit together, he might have been God, Yeah, Josh Cribbs was good. Oh, he was a... The first, one I, the first one I ever remember was he had the nickname The Human Joystick. His name was Dante Hall. Oh. He was nasty. That Chiefs team was, I remember, it was 2003, Dante Hall was on that gnarly Chiefs team. And right, that, now, that's the year. I don't remember who you're talking about. Yeah. You had to say Chiefs, and I, like, my, yeah. finally my brain kicked in, but I was like, is this just someone I don't know? 
And then that's the year Chad's like, I guarantee we beat the Chiefs. And they beat the Chiefs. I think Peter Warwick, who oh, good was, Peter Warwick. <clears throat> I think was not as big of a bust as people think he is. Also, I don't like that his teammates called him Petey. Really? Yep. That's Petey? gross. They called him Petey. That's that's the grown ass man that could, that's terrible. You, could literally rip you in half Come and they call Petey. him Petey. Come here, Petey. The only Petey I can think of that's an adult is Petey Pablo. <laughs> hey, you said, no, that's not an adult. Yeah, he's Take a shirt off. Look at Helicopter. Somewhere in North Carolina. Or he had like two big songs. No, he's definitely made it to Florida by now. <laughs> Petey Pablo had uh War is two songs. Uh, Raise Up was one. And Freakalique. Freakalique, that's what it was. Freakalique, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, the rapper Saweetie, her name? She just remixed My Type, it. which yep. was a remix of Goodies by Sierra and Freakalique by Petey Pablo. And made them relevant again. I was like, oh, shit. No, we don't they, want that. They made them relevant again. Made them both relevant. Well, oh, yeah, she's, da- she's, she's married to Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. She's, she's relevant, and she's the baby mama of future, so she's That's relevant. right. I found that out. <laughs> How's Russell Wilson still alive? Because I, I don't even know after that last comment. Because uh, future doesn't seem like a dude who puts up with a lot of shit. Like, no. <laughs> you know, the time is uh, yeah, head of security, killed three guys. Eh. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know that I would. Like, even Joyner Lucas, who... Is one of my favorite artists ever. When he, he did, did Lucky You with Eminem, yeah. <laughs> yeah but he, uh, he, he freestyle over his stuff over Future, Future song. And in there, he's like, "Future might come for me, and if I die, I'm a thug. But it sucks <laughs> for me." But even he recognized, like, "Oh yeah, this dude might murder me." Like, yeah. <laughs> so Russell Wilson, uh, he got good security. Yeah, <laughs> he got good security. Don't say that. He's just gonna fend off Future with a positive attitude, or just because he's in Washington and Future probably would never go there. Yeah. yeah, especially since the virus is there. Call back! Lloyd <laughs> <laughs> uh, is just like, fuck you. I'm, I'm real done with it. The whole... The whole... <clears throat> again, again the, only, the only salvageable point of the whole thing is... I know I, I'll take it dark here, but... It is an election year and it will kill a lot of old people, so... <laughs> I won't will say it's I a ki- win... But it's not. Will it kill enough people that. We'll see after this two weeks. This 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 is extended vacation. It's three weeks now. I'm off. I'm going to be off from substitute teaching for three weeks. I was off this entire week because I was out of town and doing shows. And I just found out the school I was supposed to work for is off tomorrow. So it'll be. I'll be off from subbing for a whole month. I'm just waiting for it to trickle down. If no one's in school, they're going to come to the zoo. Uh, oh, that's rough. That is not well, they're banning crowd. Mike DeWine literally today that they were recording just banned crowds of over a hundred. Mm. That's twice today that Thomas has has been responsible for me having uh, my first like concern reactions to the coronavirus. Because <laughs> he just said that like oh, they're gonna be at the zoo. I'm like fuck. Which is like sick today, kids coming through. And not even that, just, just people. people. Yeah, yeah. Just people. I don't care for them. They've got nothing to do. They're gonna like most people. I feel like are gonna quarantine themselves. No, they're not. Nah. But I said most people. No. Some people are going to be like, I want to do things and be active. And I'm one of those people. They'll be like, oh, I didn't buy enough toilet paper. Let's go to the zoo. Because <laughs> that's as much logic as buying up toilet paper right now. 
But uh, also, earlier, I'll point this out. Thomas actually, for the first time in all of this coronavirus matter, made me concerned. <laughs> Tell him how. I was like, I, I won't be panicking about the coronavirus until they start closing the bars and liquor stores. Then I'll be panicked. <laughs> and, and Lloyd just like had an aha light bulb moment. Like, what the fuck? Like, I need to get my ass to Kroger. <laughs> I, I was literally like, how much do I have left in the bank account? Like, how many bottles of rum can I go get now? <laughs> In case that happened. Like, that was the You first. go through a <laughs> bottle of rum, a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a garbage person, Alex. Have we not figured this out? I mean, I am too, but, like, I don't drink. But you're nice. <laughs> I also have dirtbag ways. <clears throat> we learned that by the silence when I asked you certain questions earlier. <laughs> <laughs> the, by the, by the, the PowerPoint I had in, in the teacher's room where the two kids saw it, and I'm like... I'm sorry. <laughs> so back to, back to the well, that the, the police just found out, and now they're here to they're here to they're here to they're here to take me. That's a that's a hack line. I apologize. I was just gonna let that one just ride out until the just ride out until there. the you can tell the riff was like teetering out a little bit. I was like, <laughs> and the yeah. Thomas said that earlier, and I was like, dude, pick those liquor stores. It's a problem. <laughs> like it, it was literally the first moment of concern I've had over the whole thing and that's a that's a weird realization like that that's where my like not I'm gonna get it not my daughter's gonna get it not, I, I'm not concerned by any of that but I was like they better not start closing liquor stores like that would be a like I have two packs of ramen noodles and some fucking crackers in my oh I'm gonna probably get like fucking 20 packs of ramen noodles and well, I'm just saying I haven't been concerned about food I think I'm on my last roll of toilet paper right now like what uh, yeah, I'll figure it out but as soon as he said that I was like oh shit maybe I need to prepare first of all like, how did toilet paper become the hot commodity it makes no damn sense do you remember what I was telling you earlier about the substitute teacher and my friend G what about it just extrapolate that out to those people they're retarded <laughs> thank you Thomas yeah it's just we like, need to have Thomas on every podcast just to say the things. It's like everything else is mostly full. I mean, as far as I know, I'm not really sure. Yeah, it's no, it's no panic. Like, we watch a cage, saw everyone taking milk and bread and water. You I'm going to be getting real like, essentials. This is like hand sanitizer and toothpaste. What about the toothpaste? Toilet well, paper. Gym's closed. That's a question I have. No, they haven't. They, no, they, they just have been doing sprays, but they said that's a hot spot for the virus. So, because people sweat and breathe. and So this is a, a virus that, that spreads like the flu, so it'll be through breathing. So Air, that, it's an airborne disease. Yeah, so yeah. the hand sanitizer thing is kind of stupid, absurd. The toilet paper thing. It's, it, the hand sanitizer thing is more of a, a protective measure. For, but you know, it's just, it just did that because people don't wash their hands. It's like, But we all knew people didn't wash their hands. Oh, but yeah. also... It doesn't matter how much you wash your hands if you breathe it in. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not... I'm not taking hand sanitizer anymore. That, but that's why flights are so cheap, because you're recycled air in a flight, and you're with these people that's coughing, you don't never know who. I bet you if you're on a cruise right now, it's going to be like $7. Oh, like, I want to go on a cruise. Cruises have already gotten yeah. coronavirus. Yeah, but I want to go on a cruise, because they're offering free drinks on cruises right now. They do. Uh, they're fun. They're, no, they're offering it because everyone's canceling their cruise. They're offering free drinks for whoever. I was like, shit, I'll go somewhere. Because hey, cruises still need to make their money. Oh, I, I'll just go be fucked. I'll be drunk. If anything, I'll be drunk for three days. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. That's I mean, what cruises already are. 
I said, me and Thomas need to go but on a cruise. And I'll be like, I didn't pay for the, the drink package. I just got it for free. How much you want to bet after two days of me and you on a cruise? They're like, all right, guys. <laughs> we got to rethink this. <laughs> he drank half our rope supply. They're like, hey, hand sanitizer keep your outside Safe. There's alcohol puke. keeps you inside. There's safe. puke over the logo. We got to really rethink this whole thing. Not to mention, I just like my me and Thomas's odds of anyone coming up like, "Hey, you can't." But I mean, we can. We yeah. kind of can. Yeah. I don't see it all stopping us. Really, it's okay. So back to football. We went on a hell of a tangent <laughs> there. So, Andy Dalton. Do you think Andy Dalton is a Bengal in 2020? I think if he's Smart, he won't be. I think if the Bengals are smart, they'll thank Andy for what he's done. Because I remember I went to the last game of the year, and they had like the trivia question, like the trivia question of the game. And right before he answered, he's like, "I just want to say, Andy Dalton, we love you," which is basically saying your time is pretty much done, and it's the elephant in the stadium. I think Duke Tobin's so good at what he does that if there is a trade for that first spot. He'll sweeten it with Andy. But is Andy is Andy a free agent, or does he have a year on his contract left? He has a year on his contract left. But it's, how, he's got a buyout option. How much is how It's much like, is what, left? $17 million? No, I, I think it's like 11 Really? I think his buyout's 11 So, they buy him up? That means he would get his buyout plus whatever the other team gave him. Yeah, he should, so, so he should leave. Washington wanted to draft Dalton. But this that goes was back so to my ago. same thing of... So long ago. But, let's say they... You know, they assume they're not going to get the first round pick. They're and you know what happened? You know what happened the very next year? The Redskins traded so much to get Robert Griffin the third. Yeah, and he did great for one year. One year. He was a <laughs> one year wonder, and then now he's a backup in Baltimore. That's because he has to go back and watch all the subway commercials where he's buddy buddy with Jared. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Justin Tuck. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I just don't think the. They'll make that trade because I don't think the Bengals are ready for a black quarterback. I think Haskins for Haskins for adult, and I don't think it'll happen. The I, Bengals fans would have sucked Mike Brown's throbbing veiny penis to get Dwayne Haskins. Dude, come on, he's on too team. old to have anything throbbing <laughs> veiny. It's you know, it's it's uncooked biscuits at this point at best. But you, if Dwayne Haskins is here, he'll bring just the same appeal as Burroughs because he's an old state guy. He'll bring just the, the same lot. The, the difference between Haskins and Burrow, and I, Burrow made his fame at LSU, but he was no, he was also an Ohio State guy. Haskins made himself famous as an Ohio State quarterback, and Bengals fans and Ohio State fans often interlock. Yeah, they're like right. we're Ohio State fans in college and Bengals fans in pros. So think about it this way: Ohio's a swing state, right? Yeah. Thomas says they're not ready for a black quarterback. We'll do like we did with presidents. We'll get a brown one. <laughs> get to a. No, Jalen Hurts. Yeah. He, he's not black, he's, but he's not. You know, Jalen Hurts is more because he, he cut his dread, so he, he's he's safe. He's safe now. Well, J or Tua took Jalen Hurts' job in college. This is true, but Jalen Hurts played an exceptional year after he left. He did at one of. <coughs> he was also a little. He was a little less of a one-year wonder than Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield. Yeah, because. Baker was a one-year wonder, got the first pick. Then Kyler Murray was a one-year wonder, also the first pick. Yeah. One of those is going to pan out way better than the other. Yeah. Do you think Kyler Murray will be better? Yes. Just as I think it's... Baker Mayfield's brain is already breaking. Being yeah, in Cleveland. He's, he's... He hates it. Cleveland's going to just rape him. OBJ already hates it. 
But he's trying to be optimistic. I don't know how. <laughs> I think gotta, it's because he's buddy buddy with Jarvis. And you got to pray uh, the gay away. <laughs> Let's just be honest, guys. No. Well, they already have. Uh, well, you got to pray the chap away first. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and Alex Bruce, he's a DJ. <laughs> I never do that. I if I I might have done that ironically. At you just start doing it all the time. Air hordes everywhere. <laughs> also, the other uh, the other fun part about this whole uh, coronavirus thing is people aren't going to be shaking hands. So I think we all should work on our finger guns. <laughs> this is true. I, I think. <laughs> yeah. People are people are going to be doing what Howie Mandel already does. <laughs> Or, like, maybe we can all do, like, the Coneheads thing, where you do, like, it looks like it's going to be a high five, but then they just make a circle. <laughs> oh, some oh. people might not get that reference. I know, but I, I don't entirely happy. get it, but the, the, uh, this thing was very funny to me. <laughs> I like how he just, uh, just mimicked a thing you can't see. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, the Coneheads, they, they, it looks like you're going to do a high five, and they just make a circle with their hands. That's, I don't. That's fun. I'm old. That's okay. <laughs> so, okay. So, we have to kind of encourage every situation here. You're saying that the Bengals trade the pick. I think the smartest thing for them to do is to try and trade something. Try and set up, like, you, you know, even if it's a multi-team trade or whatever. Get where you can get Chase. Pick up one of the other quarterbacks. If you need to pick up somebody in free agency, that'll fit a year or two until you can get that person there. When does Mike Brown ever spend money on a guy that's worth but that's signing in free agency? Even if he's not worth, I mean, I'm not saying have a guy who's going to come in and, and rock the world next year, but a dude who can do the job. The last guy that I remember the Bengals signing in free agency that was like really, really good at the time was Preston Brown, and they cut him mid last year. Right again, I'm not. I'm not saying get like a world breaker for next year, but you know, draft somebody you know can do well. Like we just said, there's what six, seven quarterbacks in the draft that have Tons. the potential to be. And so you can get Chase and one of those guys. People are saying Chase and Jalen Hurts. I would be on board a hundred percent. I've always said I'm on board with either Joe or Chase, but mm-hmm. at this point, all signs are pointing to Joe Burrow. But. Also, and this is just again, this is me just having my my gut feeling that Burrow won't be what people want him to be. <clears throat> I forgot to bring this up last episode. I think a big thing with not drafting Joe Burrow is what will happen if Joe Burrow goes somewhere else and thrives. People will want to kill Mike Brown more than they already want to. Good. <laughs> How is this a bad thing? Maybe you'll get somebody crazy enough to do it. <laughs> because people will see Joe Burrow thriving and be like, man, that was us. That was our guy. But what are the top five picks? Where, where would he go if he doesn't go to the Bengals? You really think the risk is going to take him? The Red- they absolutely would. <laughs> That's just saying, oh, Haskins, no, we're Miami. sorry. Miami. Miami. I think Miami would be the one. And they have three first-round picks. They are in enamored with Joe Burrow. That's what I'm saying. They have three first-round picks, and I feel like we could get all three of those. I don't... Again... It really depends on what Bengals do in free agency. Real... I don't think... What happens next Wednesday when free agency starts? They ain't gonna do shit in free agency until after the draft. That's just... They never... They never do. And it's panned out really well for them. Like, the guys they've passed on, 
that everybody got mad about, none of them have been great. There are guys that have that could have been good. Like they passed. Um, they dra- in 2017 they drafted John Ross ninth overall. Yeah. You know who the next pick was? No, we forgot the general. Patrick Mahomes. The very next pick was Patrick Mahomes. And uh, <clears throat> I guess I, again to my point with Duke <laughs> Tobin being maybe one of the best. He almost quit. Like he, he threw a big, big fit there and take Patrick Mahomes. Really? Duke, yeah, Duke Tobin like threw a fit that Marvin and, and Mike and them all went with. John Ross over Patrick Mahomes. <clears throat> yeah, they were, we have a quarterback. We have a. And Duke Tubman was not thrilled with that. I think he might be the best resource the Bengals have at this point. I think, well, he's the voice of reason behind the the insanity that is Mike Brown. And, you know. But that's uh, that's just the nature of the beast. Didn't they pick Gresham over? uh, Gronk. No, no, it was Gresham over, uh, what's the dude, Green Bay. Played for Green Bay. Uh, um, tall. He was with Breeze for a long time. Jimmy Graham. There we go. They picked Gresham over Graham. I bu- no. I think it was Gronk. Really. Well, uh, age wise, I think I think it had to be Graham. Because Jimmy J- J- Jermaine Gresham was drafted 2010. I think Graham. Who, was by the way, the Packers just released Jimmy Graham. What? Yep. Yep. Uh, Let me go back to the Saints. <laughs> um, Jimmy Graham was drafted in the third round of the 2010 draft. But Gronk was drafted in the second round of that year's draft. And I believe I read that Mike Brown didn't want him because of Gronk's injury history. But yeah, Gresham still was higher than both of them. He was. Well, no, he was not higher than Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham was on a lot of cocaine. <laughs> that was the concern. He was, he was Jimmy Kilogram at that point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jimmy 3.5 gram. Yep. Jimmy Eight Balls. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the big concerns with him. That you know, you didn't hear it on ESPN, but it was definitely like yeah. the the said without being said was his his party. Which I'm, I, I it's it's kind of fascinating that Gronk just got a pass on that. Well, yeah. Gronk is just a fun partier. He's not like doing blow off a hooker's butts and. Yeah, I would beg to differ. You're probably right. That is certainly a scenario you're that's happening. You're probably on that, right. On that fucking stupid-ass boat he bought. frat boy. He's probably butt-chugging something. You know? Right, yeah, he's probably... Oh, he's doing the boob thing. <laughs> where he's like, yeah. chicks are pushing their tits together. Yeah, I just say chicks, god damn it. <laughs> like, girls are just pushing their tits together, and he's just at that butt... He's just at their stomachs like, ah! Gronk's hilarious. After, after seeing what he did to Steve Harvey's Lego face in the New Year's... Steve Harvey was distraught. He's like, "Who's this? Who's this caveman?" He was, he was so distraught. I, lo- I love Gronk. For the I'm fact. a fan of Gronk. I I could take him or leave until he was shitting on Steve. Like until he was bum. I hate Steve Harvey with a fucking passion. Really? <laughs> He's a dog shit comic. He's a dog shit host. He's a bad person. <laughs> He's said just horrible shit about people, and it just gets ignored. He has said a lot of like things about people <clears throat> that do not believe in his Lord Jesus Christ. And gays and <laughs> transgender people. He said awful shit about everybody, and somehow he gets a fucking pass because he's got those goddamn <laughs> shitty Atlanta fucking caps on his teeth. <laughs> Look like a fucking shield that a knight would use in the 18 or in the 1400s. <laughs> 
And he's got shitty knockoff Bruce Bruce suits. And that's right. <laughs> he, there's nothing in him that isn't one of the other Kings of Comedy did better. Yeah. Name something he does that one of them didn't do way better. So the Kings of Comedy, if I'm not mistaken, D.L. Hughley. Yep. Cedric. And who was the other one? The late, great Bernie Mac. Bernie, Bernie Mac. Mac. That's yeah. How could I forget? <laughs> you gotta get I Bruce ain't Bruce. scared of you motherfuckers. <laughs> You gotta get Bruce Bruce's spot in there too, even though it wasn't as much as the others. He definitely was there. I with apologize all of for forgetting yeah. Bernie Mac. It's okay. Who had who had the best five minute set of all time? Oh, I scared you all, motherfucker! That, it was legendary. Almo- it's almost as good as the Bill, Bill Burr Philly rant. Oh my god! Which eleven minutes? Eleven minutes left with you, motherfuckers! He's like, you guys have. 15 world champion boxers in this town, but y'all look up to a fucking five foot eight Italian man who ain't real because you don't like black people in this fucking city. Fuck all you. Ten minutes left in this city. And by the end of that, the crowd was on his side. How can you not be? He just ripped them down. It was beautiful. And to one of the most, like, crazy... Borderline they, violent cities dude, there is. They threw batteries at Santa Claus. Yeah. That's right. The football team did that. Yeah, that, that happened. The, the fans did. Yeah, I mean, it, during a football game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, Philly. I've never been to Philly, and it's nuts. I've never been to Pennsylvania. Don't. You're not missing much. I figured no, it's Actually, Philly's not bad. I've been to Philly. Not, I haven't spent a lot of time there, but I've driven through a couple times. Um, Philly, Allentown, I'm cool with those two. Pittsburgh, not from some sensey Pittsburgh rivalry shit. <laughs> Pittsburgh is just a shit city. Of course. Um, I went there a few weeks ago, and we were at a, a place outside of Pittsburgh, and literally as we're driving through, everyone's like, this place makes me sad. <laughs> like, everyone that drove through, like a bunch of my buddies from New York, some friends of mine from Sarryville, New Jersey. That sounds <laughs> awful. We're like, dude, this place makes me sad. <laughs> and we're driving around the outskirts of Pittsburgh. We didn't even go to the shithole that is downtown Pittsburgh. Yeah. I've driven through there every year for the past, like, 15, 20 years to get to a, a camping trip in New York that I go to. And uh, every year it's worse. Really? And every time we've stopped anywhere near there, I've been like, oh, this is why this place will never be okay. It's because the people are dog shit. It's like if Price Hill... <laughs> grew into an entire city and then got sad. <laughs> That's Pittsburgh. Their football team is led by a guy who has not asked for consent. On multiple occasions. Multiple. I have friends I have friends who went to Miami with him. They were like, oh dude, if you only knew. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like it's pretty public. They're like, I've oh no, no, no. Been to Brick because my brother went there. And he took me to Brick Street a couple times. It was like one of their big bars. Yeah. There is a Roethlisberger jersey on their wall. Yeah. Also, the fat head on the door, which if you're a bar and you buy a, a fat, fat head. head of a <laughs> fat head. Stop, Stop, it. It. Stop it. Stop what you're doing. But yeah, fuck Pittsburgh is my point. Yeah. Their baseball team's depressing. I don't the know. redeeming part of that city is their hockey team. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Sure. They have the best hockey player of the 21st century, in my opinion. I don't, I don't know anything about it. Sidney Crosby. I mean, I as little as I follow hockey, I know that Sidney Crosby and Alex Ovechkin are like two of the best. I like you, so I'll take your word for it, but I, I haven't watched a hockey game 
Oh, me neither. Ever, ever. Let's ask Gabe Kia about it. Yeah, I don't watch hockey. I just know DC won. That's the only time I cheer for DC. I'm gonna text. <laughs> I'm gonna text Gabe real quick and say, "Who do you think has been better, Sydney or Ovechkin?" Well, he's Canadian, so <laughs> Thomas knows my feelings on Canadians. <laughs> They're too nice for no damn reason. <laughs> I don't trust anyone that's that nice. I was telling our temp today, or our seasonal, what the what, fuck Greg is. is. Our uh, our man child that works with us, he came in and asked as I was breaking down like cardboard boxes to recycle. He was like, oh, uh, "Do you mind if I grab a couple of those boxes?" I'm like, "Dude, you're being too nice. I can't. I don't like this. Just come in like, hey, I need those." And then I I can understand what's happening. But he came in so nice and sweet, and he like stepped in front of me because I had my headphone. In, one of my headphones. Again? The guy that works with us right now is a temp, okay. I guess. Yeah. Tim Worker. Uh, a kid named Greg that you'd probably get along with because of uh, how oh, no. aggressively Lily <laughs> abuses him. We're, we're going we're, we're gonna to bond over how scared we are of a 17-year-old girl. Like, I'll put it this way. Uh, we get cow blood in for the vampire bats. And Greg, being Greg, <laughs> dropped a gallon of cow blood as he was opening the freezer door. So, three-quarters of a gallon... Of blood is halfway in the freezer, running down the ramp to the freezer, all over Greg from like waist down. And of course, me being me, I immediately Snapchat this. And Lily, it took her seven seconds longer than the video was after I posted it. So the video is like 14 seconds, 21 seconds. Lily posted, Oh, Greg, he got his first period. <laughs> <laughs> So she's roasting him from fucking six states away. It's amazing the wit that she has. I I don't know how I did that, but I'm very proud of what I... <laughs> I feel like if I have a kid and she's raised that, assuming it's a daughter, my mom is going to be super pissed. Because my mom is like one of the most wholesome people I've ever met. <laughs> and she's going to be like, why did you raise such a mean person? Uh, my mom is not a nice... She's not... <laughs> Well, she's not a mean person, but she's definitely not a nice person. <laughs> and uh, her and Lily get along so much better now than ever because Lily, like <laughs> Lily, just doesn't take anything from anyone. If you saw some of the texts her mother have sent me for some of the things Lily has said to her mom, <laughs> I've shown some of them to Thomas. Yeah, it's bad. It's real, it's real bad. <laughs> if you ever had someone say something that soul-breakingly like accurate to you. Like, just just tell me if you're with me or not on this one. I'd really have to reevaluate some shit. Like, if someone said something that was that dead nuts accurate and that... I don't want to say mean, but not nice. <laughs> <clears throat> I've showed Thomas some of those texts. And uh, when her mom texts me, like, oh, your daughter said this to me. And I'm like... I don't know how to respond because she's not wrong, but that is really mean. She shouldn't, she shouldn't <laughs> say that to her mom, so I'll go with that. But, yeah, it's, she's just a... A savage. And I'm, I could be prouder. Yeah. I really hope. I don't want it to get to the point where like she outdoes me. I, I think if she got it in her head to do stand-up, she'd... Kill! Like I said, she was fucking 14 when she was... Cracking up a whole room of comics. 
She needs. She would be a phenomenal comedian. She's so sharp, and you know, if you guys haven't heard, go back and listen to the one where she does the ad reads. That was what the we were dying the entire time. I've never got up and walked away from like trying not to ruin the moment by laughing, but as soon as she started doing the ad reads, I got up and walked in my room. <laughs> and then the second, the second I walked back in, she's re- reading the ad for the Blue Chew. And in the notes it says, add personal experience. And she just shows it to me and goes, do you want me to add a personal experience? <laughs> oh, God. No, 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 no. But just on the fly, she's doing something for the first time she's never done before. And just having the, the, the clarity of mind to know to fuck with me in that particular moment. It really was that. Uh, she'd kill it improv. Yeah, it was that uh, Chad Daniels moment of. I sharpened the stick. I know how it pokes. Yeah. <laughs> Chad Daniels is one of the best comics alive. Yeah. And if you are not listening to Middle of Somewhere podcast, him and Cy Amazon. Cy's a great dude. I've known that guy for, for a long time. That's one of the best podcasts being made right now. Really? I've not. It's I've, so good. Start at the beginning. Don't jump in because there's, there's so many great Cy and Chad interactions that I know both of them. I've met both of them a bunch of times. So have I. And it's... So much them, and so I don't know. I, I, if you listen to that podcast, start at the first one. I assure you, you will not be disappointed. I assure you, you will have no problem being willing to listen to all of them to catch up. It's fairly new, so there's only I'll say probably less than fifty episodes. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I remember <laughs> I was driving side to uh, he was staying in Cincinnati because he had like back problems. And I was driving him to Oxford because he was staying in a, in a, like a hotel or something like that because that's where he liked to stay. Um, but he like he played the first episode like that was about when the first episode happened. I'm like I had no idea that's going to explode into this giant thing of like him two really really funny comics. Uh, those two together are great. And uh, you ever seen Chad and Kevin Bozeman together? To Kevin. I, I sat there and played left, right, center with them at Motor in the basement. And the amount of times Kevin, because I was the only guy his size, <laughs> the amount of times Kevin like put his arm around me like, fuck Chad! <laughs> like, I was like, I thought you guys were friends. He's like, yeah, we are. This is just, uh, this we, is... Hate, we hate each other during this game. And I'm like, alright. like I remember Brouhaha, I want to say 2017, they were playing... It was, I forget what bar it was, but they were playing... You ever played Left Right Center? I've never played it. So the concept of Left Right Center is you get three dice, and you start out with like three dollar bills. And you roll three dice. Three sides have dots, which means you keep your dollar bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, left means you pass a dollar bill to the left. Right means you pass a dollar bill to the right. And center means you put it in the center. The last person with uh, a dollar bill wins the pot. Uh, I watched Cy, Chad, I believe Andy Woodall too. They were playing with twenty dollar bills. Uh, when I when I hopped in at one point, I was just being ridiculous, just because I'm not a comic, so I was kind of. You're one of us. But I was half in, half out, of like the, and I I had like six five dollar bills in my wallet because I kept buying. The fucking shitty beer tickets at Brouhaha. I've never won a game of left, right, center in my and, uh, I'm so pissed <clears throat> off. I was like, I don't have singles, but I got fives. 
And I watched Chad and Kevin and Cy all end up like, oh, we're going to Fox? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I can't remember who nuts. it was. I can't remember which comic it was. I'm sorry. But uh, he just walked off after he won, like, the pot in the middle. <laughs> and the looks that they... I was like, whoever that is better not go to Acme ever. <laughs> like, I think Joe Young was standing beside me. Dayton guy? And I can't remember who... I don't remember who the one the comic was. I think they mentioned actually in one of the podcasts. They actually mentioned the person walking away. So I know I'm not wrong in how much they were not thrilled with that. Because <laughs> like, you kind of just stay until everybody kind of... But he won like one and it just dipped. Honestly, I would too. <laughs> like I'm not about to lose. I'll tell you what. Just, just for... Just for your own career. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What career do I have? What, do, what right now because of coronavirus? What <laughs> career does anyone have? Yeah, this is true. If I mean, you don't already have a Netflix special, like Taylor Tomlinson, plug, watch it. It's awesome. Have you seen it yet? All right. Really? All right. Really? All right. Not. It's not terrible. It's just not my. Well, you're not. You're not a. You're not a basic bitch in your mid twenties. Right. I, I just. <laughs> I didn't think it was bad. I just... It was okay. Alright. I respect your opinion. She's <laughs> phenomenal. I also... I, I should preface that by... I was showing a friend of mine... Uh, Michael Chase special on Netflix right before that. So it might have just been like that... Unintentional comparison. Was that the one in the giant warehouse? Or something like that? Uh, he's wearing like a gold hoodie... Oh, when is he not? When besides weekend update is he not wearing something flashy as fuck? Uh, when he's not Michael Che. <laughs> what do you mean when he's not Michael Che? That's exactly when he would be not wearing something flashy. <laughs> besides weekend update, right? So never is my point. Yes, never. He's always got no. It's just like a, a mustard colored, almost gold kind of hoodie, and yeah, that's I, a special. I think I might have seen it, and it's uh, called Michael Che Matters on Netflix. I think it's I've seen that. So good. It's, I'll probably rewatch it tonight because of the the quarantine that everyone's kind of involving themselves in. It's <laughs> you get how he became a head writer at SNL quick. But, so funny. But I think going from watching that to the Taylor Thomas it might, might have flavored it. So maybe don't take my opinion on this to heart. If you, I've, I've said, like, because Tomlinson was, like, a very solid writer. I'm like, if you're a girl in your mid-twenties, she's going to be, like, about as quotable as Mulaney is to you. Yeah. yeah, And I like Mulaney a lot, but also just not necessarily my... I respect what he's done. Right. I, I think he's fantastic. Him and Kroll and... and... All His entire shit. persona is the definition of sharp. Right. He's... But I'm more like a Stan Hope. Oh, like... Sean Rouse. Rest in peace. That one bummed me out. Uh, you know, like Morgan Murphy-ish kind of... Uh, trying to think of who else. So just so I can if you haven't ever seen Morgan Murphy stand up, I Irish have seen Goodbye. Morgan, I've seen Morgan... I've seen Morgan Murphy stand up. Like, I think I listened to an album of hers. She's... Fantastic. I remember a friend of mine was saying, like, oh, this is one of the funniest female comics I've ever seen. Shut up. It's one of the funniest comics you've ever seen. 
She's, a funny comic's a funny comic. Right, I, I, that's my... I hate the... Oh, this is a funny female comic. Shut up. Just because... Only because the debate exists. I say... Actually, I'm going to take that back. I was about to say Chelsea Peretti. Her Netflix special is beautiful. Hilarious. To me, the funniest female comic is Miss Pat. I, I feel like I don't get to comment on this one because she gave me a nickname. <laughs> do tell, do tell, do tell. Uh, <clears throat> when she was at Go Bananas, some dude, like, it was after the show, she's standing out front. And some dude's like, oh, my name's blah, blah, but everybody calls me whatever. I can't remember what he, he, one of those self-given nicknames where it's like, everybody calls me, and all of us are like, no, they don't. And, uh, and she looked, she pointed at me, she said, what's your name again? I was like, oh, I'm Lloyd. And she's like, uh, she kind of cocked her head, and I was like, I know that sounds like a, my name's Lloyd Johnson, it sounds like a 53-year-old black man with a sugar foot. <laughs> and, uh, she laughed, <clears throat> And uh, she's like, oh, you don't have a cool nickname that everybody calls you? Like, basically just making fun of the other dude. I was like, no. She's like, all right, well, I'm going to call you lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a little biased on the Miss Pat thing. Like, I, love, I She's fantastic. She's – Kevin Bozeman put it best. And do, you ever watch Netflix specials? Yeah. She has a special uh, on a series called The Degenerates. Mm-hmm. He's watched it. I, I've made, yeah. I play stand up on the computer at work all day. And have you seen Miss Pat? I believe so. Big black lady. Yeah. Shot my nipple off. Yeah. <laughs> but Kevin Bozeman put it best. When she's on, nobody murders harder. No, she's a Joey Diaz. <laughs> she kills. <laughs> like, if you. So I've seen Joey live once, and I've seen. I've Joey's, never seen Joey Coco live. I've heard he kills. Compared to a special, it's it's not remotely the same thing. Hmm. It's like watching a, a, a Pop Warner game versus an NFL game. Like, that oh, so special, you're like a, what about Robert Kelly? Uh, I like Bobby Kelly a lot. <clears throat> I'm bummed I missed him when he was at Taft. Oh, I missed him too. I wanted to be on that show. I had to work. We had to. <sighs> but <clears throat> Robert Kelly's another one of those guys that I just I don't think his specials ever do what he does live. There's certain people that just are better live. Miss Pat is one of them. She, her, fucking with that dude at Go Bananas when she was up there. There's some like, chubby, sweaty dude in the front row and she's just like, I know you don't know what this is. Like, just her <laughs> little offside comments to him were better than most people's rehearsed practice type five. Like, okay, we do have an update from Gabe Kia. He said Ovechkin is better than Sydney because of his ability to stay healthy. So we have a little hockey update for <laughs> from Gabe Kia. I just got that. Again, he's Canadian, so he's still nice. I can only Ovechkin's trust Russian, I believe. No, I meant Gabe. Oh yeah. I can only trust his opinion fifty percent. I trust <laughs> his hockey opinion hundred percent. I don't trust anything Canadians do hundred percent. They're too <laughs> fucking nice and I don't like it. I might be a secret Canadian. <laughs> I'm I'm from a place called Phoenix City, Alabama. Do you know where that is? No, but I don't want to. Do you know why? Why? Because you shouldn't. <laughs> you fucking shouldn't. It's I feel like the... every person there, even the women, are named Lloyd Johnson. <laughs> no, most of them are named Bobby Joe or Billy. Oh fuck. <clears throat> yeah, no. Uh, my our 
teaching assistant in my kindergarten class was named Bobby Joe Cruz. Oh, for <laughs> God's sake. And I could only understand about one out of seven words she ever said to me. If it gives you an idea of where I grew up. I was 40 minutes to a grocery store where I grew up. It has East Alabama Motor Speedway and one of the largest trailer parks in the world. Those are the two things that Phoenix City has. It also had you. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't. I mean, I was there, but... No. I'd be like Joe Burrows with the Bengals. I was there, but I didn't want to be. <laughs> Joe Burrow, he's... He basically has nothing, come nothing on that. <laughs> well, Burrow has basically come to terms with the fact that he's going to be a Bengal. He's like, yeah, I get it. He hired a manager that told him to stop talking shit. <laughs> yeah, I kind of agree with that. Yeah. He doesn't want to fucking be here. He he he's keep downing. I don't like Skyline. He's, I, no, I, can, I can go home. His main thing was like. Oh, I get to go home to dinner with my parents, even though it's three hours away. Two hours and 15 minutes. He said so four times in a goddamn combine interview. They're from Athens, I believe, correct? Yeah. I didn't say he knows what he's saying. I'm just, he repeatedly said it's two hours and 15 minutes. I think minutes one of his, be, well, we got back to the Bengals somehow, but one of his big things. <laughs> I, I was proud of my transition back. I was right? very proud of that. <laughs> but uh, one thing that Burrow was saying was, for God's sake, keep AJ Green. I think I AJ mean, is going to retire a Bengal. I really, Ooh, I, I really, really hope so. I think he's made enough money. I think he's cool. I don't think he retired thirty one. No, I don't mean I don't think he's going to retire right now. Oh. I think he's going to stay here until he retires. Calvin Johnson pretty much did. Calvin Johnson had a lot more money. Yeah, <laughs> not really. Kind of. Oh, way more money than AJ Green. When you. So Calvin was unendorsable. I'm, I'm not just saying his... his really? His, what? Who? Yeah, either what endorsements does Calvin He was on the cover of Men! I'm saying, what endorsements do you have? You ever see him That's in a Gatorade a, ad? Did you ever see him in a no. Under Armour ad? Did you ever... No. You're right nothing. With that. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't even get Calvin Klein. No, he had the, he had the personality of a tree stump. Like... <laughs> I'm not I'm not mad at him for it. He just didn't like talking to people, which yeah. I can sympathize with, but... What AJ's making in endorsements makes up easily for what Calvin got paid more from his team. It didn't even say his endorsements, but... Because there weren't any. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So that's, I guess, I just assume that's how we're looking at it. But yeah, what? not necessarily what you get paid, but the endorsements. Are I've really seen nice. it. I remember seeing AJ Green, I believe, in a car commercial. Yeah, he was in a car commercial. He was in a Gatorade commercial. He was in an Under Armour commercial. He was... Uh... Was it Reebok or Nike? I can't remember. Something random. But, so yeah, I think he's made his money and he's fine. I don't think he wants to. I would like to see A.J. Green. I think A.J. Green has time left, especially after these last two years where he hasn't really played that much. Mm. I think he does have time. I say at least three years. I think he would be more excited by having <clears throat> a new system and a new quarterback. Than he would buy a couple million dollars. I disagree with the new system. When I say new system, I mean just how Zach's going to run it versus how Marvin did. Right, 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 right. Because I think AJ Green commented on the fact that he hasn't had the same coordinators like two or three years in a row. Yeah, I I told you that, and then and and he was it was it was fascinating to me when he said it because I'd never thought of that. He's like, I haven't had the same coaching staff two consecutive years that I've been here, and that was like six years in. 
And I went back and looked at it like, oh, he hasn't. He hasn't had the same coaching staff for two consecutive years in his career. And people question, like, why would you keep the uh, the same coordinators that rank you, like, bottom bottom of the NFL? And I'm like, well, you need at least a little bit of continuity before you just decide to jump ship again. Or because all of our coordinators keep becoming head coaches. coaches. Yeah. Zimmer. Uh, what was it, the one year? Gruden, Zimmer. Gruden. Uh, or twice now, or fucking special Simmons and yeah. whatever the other special teams. Well, Simmons is still a Bengals coach. <coughs> Fun fact: I've taught for his son. I thought he went to Miami. Simmons? Yeah. No, I'm almost certain. We're gonna Google this. But you know, I, I mean, regardless of look, like, even Chip uh, Chip Morton's assistants have all gone to. Oh, you're talking about the Dolphins? Okay, I thought you were talking about Miami, Ohio. Uh, no, the Patriots coach became the Patriots. I believe their linebacker coach became the Miami Dolphins head coach. Brian Flores, head coach. I think he went down to Miami to be their special teams guy or either their defense guy. I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure Simmons left at least for like a season. But I don't know. I think AJ, he's a top tier receiver. He's going to he's he's been a top ten even with the the year he set out. His numbers were top ten. So I think he's going to want top ten money. I, I, I kind of agree with that. I think who's really going to want top money, and this will be a big contract for the Bengals is Mixon. I think Mixon and Boyd will both be interesting. I believe Mixon wants around what Zeke is getting paid. He ain't getting that. No, he's not getting Zeke money. Do you think Zeke or do you think Mixon stays if he can't get Zeke money? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Bengals took a gamble on him and it paid off. I and was, I was thrilled the moment they drafted him. Yeah, I knew it was going to be a good pick. I'm like, provided he doesn't punch any more white ladies. I knew Hill was gone when they drafted him. Really? Yeah, I knew they Hill were picking gone. between Hill and uh, Carlos Hyde. Mm. Yeah, I didn't see that. I knew Hill was gone with Mixon. I recently found out how insane the 2017 running back class was. Yeah. Like, uh, Christian McCaffrey. I'm going to have to look this up because it was... It was a freakish class. Aaron Jones. uh, Leonard Fournette. Dalvin Cook. Alvin Kamara. Kareem Hunt. James Conner. Tariq Cohen. Those are some names. All of them, all of them starters. In There's, the 2017 draft, all of them starters. <laughs> so it's bonkers. And 2017, Ka- Pat- Calvin Mahomes, <laughs> fuck it, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but he was a, he, he didn't he played one game the following season, the very last game. Yeah, he, that's he right. Was, because the they bench. played, they played Al- Alex Alvin. God, I'm fucking up. <laughs> Alex Smith. They played Dak Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> I got you so good. Without a paddle. <laughs> um, they played Alex Smith for 15 games. They're like, all right, Patrick Mahomes, you get your your start. And next thing you know, he's the best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. I don't think at this point it's not up for debate. Mahomes is pretty much number one. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, without question. Going into this next season, yes, he's number one quarterback. 
There's yeah. nothing that Patrick Mahomes. There's nothing that Patrick Mahomes can't do. I mean, he, I'm sure there's it. plenty of things he can't do. <laughs> but talk without sounding like a. What does he sound like to me? He sounds weird when he talks. Uh, this is gonna be a real deep cut. Oh boy! But it's not wrong. Do you remember the commercials with the crash test dummies? <laughs> oh, where they were just like slow motion, like. But then they would talk after, like they'd have the people in the. Yeah. Really? I do not remember this. Yeah, uh, so you might be too young. Yeah, I don't right. remember it. Yeah. He, I don't know why, but when he talks, it reminds me of that. <laughs> like yeah. that fake, like dead eyed, like. Everything's in like sound bites. Yeah. Which, by the way, I'm going to add two running backs to that 2017 class uh, Marlon Mack and Chris Carson. Yeah. We were just talking about the 2017 running back draft class. I can hear you. Nuts. And Wayne Gallman, if you're, um, if you consider mediocre Giants backs <laughs> any good. I mean, Giants backs. Well, well, Saquon was the second pick in 2018. I think that's how they'll look back on this year with offensive line. I was just watching all the, like, before you guys came over, I was watching all the, st- the, the linemen that are in this draft, it's absurd, but no one's mentioning it because there's so much madness with all the quarterbacks and oh, yeah. DBs. And I think DBs and offensive linemen are going to be the... Well, because you got Okuda coming out of Ohio State. Which, that guy is a goddamn physical phobic. Isn't he one of the guys that can play, like, every position? There's one guy coming into the draft. I for, It might be Okuda. I don't think it is. But he can play every position. Open it quickly, Lloyd. <laughs> Try it. <laughs> don't Pepsi shame me. I'm not Pepsi shaming. I mean, I don't drink soda anymore, but I, I was a big Pepsi fan. We know. You were a bit... <laughs> I was about to just be mean for no reason. You're the one still drinking it, so... Oh, yeah. I'm I'm here for a good time. Not a long time. I mean, for a good time. What song is that from? I... I honestly don't know, but um, oh boy, it's oh man, this is, I have to look this up. I can uh, hear it too. Yeah, I'm basically a enterprise rental car where we've gotten the insurance package for nine dollars a day. <laughs> That's kind of how I, I treat my body at this point. I have a, a rare bone disease and a... blessings by Big Sean. Mm. You remember when Big Sean used to rap? Yeah. I almost got to see him. And then he did that Detroit vs. Everybody with Royce to 5'9 and all them. And he actually like wrote real a real verse and it was awesome. And you're like, oh yeah, I remember you used to be able to do this. <laughs> and then he put out a whole other album that was just hot garbage. And, I was like, but and then he dated you? Ariana Grande for a little bit. Yeah, yeah so did Pete Davidson. <laughs> And then Pete Davidson put out a very mediocre special. Pete it, Davidson's got other things on his plate right now. <laughs> yeah, he does. It did seem very unfinished, which I was a little disappointed with. I think he has fifty too many things on his plate for him to even. Yeah, but he had a that con- was just a money grab for him. Which well, I, I mean, understand. he had a contract; he had to fill an obligation. That's what I don't like about Netflix. <laughs> I agree. They put out people put out specials before they're ready. And it leads to them being kind of mediocre. Well, it was like uh, on the stand-ups that they had, uh, they bumped a couple of people back. 
Really? So like, I think, if I remember right, I could be wrong, but I, if I remember right, Nikki Glaser ended up filming hers like three months before she was originally told she was going to. And I remember watching hers on the stand-ups thing, where it's like just a 30-minute set, and I was like, this just doesn't seem... And I was like, oh, she's doing the Comedy Central show, she's doing this, she's doing... Yeah. So I think she was planning on that extra three months from when they stopped filming her show to really work on the 30 minutes. Yeah. She had to record early. And I think it kind of... Threw tanked, her off a bit. I think it tanked that special, or that half hour for her, but... Again, she's doing fine. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's okay. <laughs> yeah, she's Nagy Glazer. She's a star. But, yeah, watching that was just, you know, I've seen a lot of her stuff. I've, I've seen her live a bunch of times. It just wasn't the same feel as the rest of her stuff. And then I, I remember reading that where someone was talking about, like, oh, yeah, they bumped it back, like, the filming schedule back, like, three months. <clears throat> That's got to be a kick in the fucking nuts if you're... You know, you're in the middle of filming a show for Comedy Central, and you're like, okay, well, we finished filming here. I'll have three months of time to go on the road and work this material out. And are like, oh, no, no, no. We'll do it a couple days after you finish filming your show. That sucks. So, yeah, that's got to be a... It's going to be a rough way to do business. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you're in it for the money. It's They're not really in it for the quality. They're in it for the views. Because they'll see, like, oh, Nikki Glaser has a new special coming out. She's a solid, very solid comic, very funny. But it's like, sometimes the quality won't be there because you rushed to do shit. I think that's been the case with a lot of comics. Like, uh, oh, a ton. Louis said that. I'm, so, I'm sorry, whoever's upset that I just mentioned Louis' name. But I think Louis said <laughs> Louis that schedule of, like... Louis C.K., <laughs> born Louis Sickley. <laughs> Phenomenal Grammy winning comedian who happens to like jerking off too much. What were you saying, Lloyd? And Mexican. <laughs> oh, now I really don't like Louis C.K. I think, I think he set such a crazy pace. Because he's been doing it for so long. He had so much material. Yeah, he did that back. like year, especially year pace. For like five fucking years in a row. I couldn't do that. And I think people have tried to keep up to that. It's like I think uh, there's a handful of specials where I'm like, oh, this isn't done. Like, um, not Pete's probably, wasn't done. No. But again, I don't think he... he I mean, he shits on Louis C.K. for 20 minutes on that special, so... <laughs> Which is pretty funny. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Might be the best part of the special. Whatever. But, like, uh, I remember Rogan's special that came out, and... Was it triggered? Yeah, because no one was Stranger Times. It triggered, <clears throat> triggered and the one before it. I was like, these premises are so good that your payoff isn't where it should be. Okay. And then, I mean, not not just work, but there's a handful of comics where, like, I think Kyle Canane's the live the the Chicago special. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was if you listen to the jokes, there's there's another tag in there. There's another. Yeah, that's what Pete's. That's what Pete's was to me. I'm like. You just, like, ended the bit without, like, really a huge... Because <laughs> Pete's a very funny comic. I'm not... I mean, I'm not discrediting anything he's done. He's made it on SNL. He's, he dated Ariana Grande, who's arguably biggest pop star in the world. Yeah. But... Name one that's bigger. 
Beyonce? <laughs> like, right now. Beyonce, Beyonce. Beyonce at this point is timeless. If Beyonce came out with an album that was just her spitting into her toilet and farting on a snare drum... Which is would, what Lemonade was. It would sell 600 million copies. <laughs> I mean, title and market the shit out of it. So, I can't argue with Thomas on that. Yeah, Beyonce... Uh, but I get your point. Yeah. I mean, like, right now is hot, has firepower. I mean, Billie Eilish. Just, Billie Eilish is up there. Yeah. She's the big girl. Lizzo. <laughs> Lizzo. Uh, you can make the argument for Lizzo. <laughs> I will. She, she makes the argument for herself. Every goddamn day with a, a bikini that's three sizes too small, but she makes it work. I'll make the argument for her because I never want to be in an argument with her. <laughs> no, she will destroy anybody. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just think that that pace Lily put for a little while kind of rushed a bunch of other comics, and now yeah. everybody's kind of pulling back from that. And uh, <clears throat> I think I like when guys are doing, or not guys, I'm sorry, comics are just doing their pace. Like uh, I think Segura could put out. Uh, special every year, year and a half. That's It'll why I like. That's why I prefer the album. I love the album because comics do it at their own pace. They know when they're ready. Some think they're ready before they they think. Or also, let's just shout out a couple of the Sensi comics that have done albums. Billy Devore, one of my very very dear friends. Billy's one of the best people I know. Like so good. I've never seen him and not wanted to hug him. And I don't <laughs> like touching people. <laughs> Uh, Gabe. Gabe just put out an Gabe. album. Fire. It's so goddamn funny. It, it was like years overdue. Yeah, for sure. But it was just, I mean, I mean even Chalafu's was just a fucking fire. Punch, punch, punch. Like, he, it was like getting beat up by someone's words. It was. <laughs> uh, who else? Tabari's put out a few. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I. I, I just I definitely prefer that now people are kind of relaxing off that a bit and doing them at their own pace. Yes, because comic, especially <coughs> since the comics, we're not getting Netflix specials. <laughs> not yet. You could find our time. I want to see a. a I want Tate to do a filmed special. <sighs> I hope just so. Just combine half the shit off the albums plus a lot of the new shit he's been doing, which is cold. Uh, I think Tate's hitting his stride. Like, some of the newer shit I've seen him do is so goddamn clever that I don't know that it'll have the mass appeal that some of the comics do, but it's so smart and so clever. Tate is a brilliant... Tate sometimes is too brilliant for his own good. Uh, I think he's got what I'll call it Kurt Metzger syndrome. I think Metzger's such a good joke writer and he has the chops to perform it, but it it brushes people's hair back when he does it. Like, he has a joke on White... White Precious is one of my favorite specials ever. Oh, it's so good! But his joke about the smoking ads... It, if you know that joke at all, it's it, it ends so perfectly, you couldn't have written... There's not a better combination of words that could have ended that joke... I love that don't give a fuck attitude that sometimes comedians have. And Metzger's got it top to bottom. He's straight Philly trash that doesn't. You know, he came up with 
Kevin Hart and Big J, and he's watched all these guys just and Louis J. Well, Louis J. has always been a first feature I ever worked with. I'm just saying he's always been a New York, Puerto Rican guy. That sounds so bad to say, but like it has, (laughs) he has that vibe for so much at the beginning of his career, and now that he's out of it, I'm like, oh, you're way better. So, uh, but yeah, I think Kirk came up and just in that crowd of like Annie Letterman, Big J, Kevin Hart. They all, yeah, I mean, like all these people he watched just. And he was so busy writing for other things that he never... He, he, had, he, had he wrote disease. for Amy Schumer's show. Right. He wrote for Jasmine. Everybody. Amy and, Schumer's show was actually not terrible. Uh, yeah, Jasmine and fucking Kurt Metzger and Ian Edwards in your writer's room. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. But same thing. Like, guys who... Like, Ian Edwards might be one of the funniest people I've ever seen, ever. Very funny. I, I, like, I drove to Louisville to watch him. There are not a lot of comics I'll drive more than two hours to see. Like I saw, I've seen a tell twice out of t- or technically three times out of time. I saw him at the cellar one night. Uh, I was just wanted to go to Cleveland one, one night, so I saw Dan Soder. Soder's a fucking monster too. So good. I like. I've almost bought a serious subscription multiple times, and Thomas can attest to this. The amount of times I've watched Big J and Dan Soder break down Corey Feldman shit. <laughs> <laughs> on the bonfire. Yeah. Who are your I mean, f- Thomas, who are your favorite guys? Favorite guys. Favorite favorite comedians, Not guys, guys you admire. Just comics. Guys, girls, whatever. <laughs> guys, girls. Oh, oh that's a hard question. I feel like I've exposed Thomas to a lot of things yeah. in the past couple of years so that might be Yeah, a little biased. Um I do like Michael Che a lot. Che's great. I like like Che. Um I saw Big J with, with Lloyd, and that was hilarious to see him live. Uh, Tom's going to see one of Big J just go straight crowd work for 40 minutes of He's one set. of the best crowd work comics there is. He is the best crowd work. Let's you not, still don't think Jimmy Pardo? I, I love Jimmy, but Big J's is just, it's so much more visceral. Like, Pardo's is, it's clever. It's situational awareness for Pardo. Right. Pardo's is... That's a kid that was picked on and learned how to fight back and was better at it than anyone around him. He's one of the funniest people on the planet. And please, please know that when I say that Big J is the best, it's by a slight margin over Pardo. But watching Big J pick on our friend Michael. <laughs> Shout out Johnny, Johnny Hennessy. Johnny Hennessy. Hey, I, I don't know that I've ever, my face has ever hurt so much. In my life, other than watching him fuck with Thomas and then Michael. Like, we're sitting literally at, at, at Funny Bone against the stage. <laughs> How long ago was this? Was this 15 two, years ago or years. a year ago? Like three two, years ago, two, three years ago. Yeah. I've heard he's fun. Like, I've heard his stuff is phenomenal now. Uh, Jay's just a different thing. Uh, <laughs> I was talking about Louie. Oh. I don't, wait, <laughs> we're on two different pages. Yeah. Kill me. How high are you? Very high. Okay. Because, yeah, we're, we're talking about going to see Big J at the Liberty Funny Bone. Right. <clears throat> he made fun of our friend Michael. And, he, and Wyckoff opened for him. Not at that time, but yeah. Why, Zach Wyckoff is a... Super... Polar opposite of Big J. Right. Uh, the, I love that Jay actually, he asks for stuff like that. Like He's like, I want it to be a... 
he's talked about that on his podcast where he's like, oh, I want, I don't want guys like me for the whole show. I want them to see like a whole range of how it can be. Like, I think he's such a comedy nerd at heart that he doesn't like, cause I mean, you could have a, I mean, he could bring just, just from his New York clout, he could bring like, uh, he used to take Racine and Racine's very funny. Racine's brilliant. Racine's one of the most underrated guys, but you know, he used to take guys that were similar ish to him. And now I think he likes having that very different, just because he wants everybody to enjoy that range. And I think that that's something that you would have to be so good at reading people, which makes him such a good crowd work guy. I do most of my crowd work when I host trivia nights. That's what I do. That's honestly even more so than comedy when I feel the most comfortable doing it. It's really strange. I think you are a very good joke writer. I like a lot of the jokes you've written. Thank you. And there's a handful of things you've said on this podcast that are some of the funniest shit you've ever said. <laughs> that are off the top of your head. Just spit them out. Oh, just uh, Amari Povich. Amari yeah, Povich. That's beautiful. But how many? How many of the uh, how many podcast have you heard my? I'm sorry, I was like, hold on, that was good. Like I'll, I'll stop to call them out. <laughs> <clears throat> so I think. Lean into the crowd work, man. Like, so you're off the off the I cuff need to shit practice. Is... One of my favorite crowd work things I did. I'll ask my OD on this one. Uh, we're I was hosting a trivia night, and we are one of the answers was Martin Van Buren, and so I was like, I think I heard someone say who. I was like who? You know who Martin Van Buren is? He was a president, and that's all I know. But. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, I think... I think crowd work, to when I'm best at crowd work, which is rare, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not funny in that way, I'm just like, I rarely do that, that's out of my comfort zone. But I'm best at it when I'm not thinking. Right, that's what I'm saying, I think you should trust that instinct. It's just instincts. And I think you should be more willing to lean in when that happens. Because when you think, because when I think while I'm like interacting with someone in the crowd, I just start to go blank. And I was like, <laughs> back to jokes! I remember a long time ago over at Chameleon at an open mic, uh, someone was like flustering you. Uh, you went on right behind uh, Cal, James. Okay. And somebody said something in the crowd, and like I saw it kind of like, I saw it hit. And you're like, mm, like I can definitely tell it bothered you. And they said something else, and I wish I knew the, what you responded with, but it was so sharp and so clean. And I was like, do that, like lean into that. It was beautiful. It was one of the funniest things that happened. I don't, the re- I don't remember that, but <laughs> you were in between uh, Cal Jansen and uh, Zach Powers. Oh, Powers, former host of Fuck You, We Like the Bengals. <laughs> But I, I remember, like, those th- those three all crushed. Like, you three crushed right in the center of that. Because there was a bunch of, like, first-timers that yeah. night. Yeah. There was that guy who came up and just basically yelled at women for five minutes. Oh, no. <laughs> until, like, Cal had to, like, physically kind of remove him from the stage. Cal hosted Chameleon for a while, didn't he? Yeah, this is back when he, com- <clears throat> when he was hosting it. Yes. And uh, he basically had to, like, pull the guy off the stage because he was basically just going on some weird misogynistic rant that was not funny at all. Oh, my God. 
But after that, it was I think it was Cal went up, and then you, and then Zach Powers. But whatever the response, like you came off of it and then you used it as a callback like five minutes later, like at the end of your set. I remember being like, I can tell you that's not your go-to, but I was like, I wish you would lean into that a little more. I, I wish I could practice that. At like you can, I, I know I can. Like I know I can, but it's like I'm not gonna go the Steve Hofstetter route where I just pay a heckler to be like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use you for like five minutes and right, we'll just give it a couple years. I'll bring Lily to shows. <laughs> <laughs> when does she? You, in context, this is a normal question. When does she turn eighteen? Uh, December. Okay. Uh, she's graduating this year. She skipped her junior year. Of That's high right. Because. Smart. Who does that? Sharp. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah. So, she'll, uh, I think she could move up here when she's... She's gonna go to UD or UC or... <laughs> she's applied to Dayton. She's applied to, uh, Wright-Pat, UC. Wright-State? Or, yeah, Wright. Wright-Pat is a bank. It's an Air Force base. And it's a bank. On the Air Force base. Wright-Pat, Wright-Pat Credit, Credit Union? For the Air Force base. Sure. Just like Fort Benning Credit Union is in yeah. Georgia. Because the Army, it's, it's fine. <clears throat> but I think we... Lily will be a backup here after she graduates. Yes, she'll be a backup joke writer. <coughs> uh, what team do we talk about again? What? What team do we talk about again? We talk about the Bengals or something like this on this podcast? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we talked about comedy for so long. That it's, we're like, the oh. it's, it's the fucking off season. I feel like we've beaten Thomas up like going outside of... I was like, I, this is not my room. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll wind this down a little bit because we are at a little over an hour 50 right now. It'll be an hour 51 with edits. Um, so what do you think, what do you want the Bengals to do and what do you think the Bengals should do? Hmm. And, and you're, not, you're not like a huge Bengals. You, you, no, you, you, you have no been, allegiance to it. team. I've been here 13 years. I have no football. I, I feel the Bengals should go with the short pick with uh, Chase Young. Chase Young? You could build around him more so than Burroughs. It's shown that quarterbacks, if you don't have a good one, they're going to fall on the waiver. So what free agent should they pick up? Free agent? If they don't go the Burrow route. If you can pay... I feel you should go Phil Rivers. Brady. Brady Brady's going to be hard so to get granted, to come here. when you pick Phillip Rivers and Tom Brady... They are both very short-term solutions. Yes. Brady is 42. Rivers is 38. 37, 38. Who cares all you? There's 12 kids. Who said you you get one of them? You you take one of them. (coughs) There's going to be so many quarterbacks. I was going with your picks. Take Um, a Bridgewater. Take a who cares for the next year or two. Bridgewater would be my pick. Bridgewater could last longer than than Brady or Phillips. He could last a good five years. way cheaper. Oh, significantly. Because he he was a backup in... uh, he was a backup in Minnesota. He was a he was a starter. In Minnesota. He started Minnesota. He was backup with the Saints for a year. Well, he was also a backup in Minnesota for a bit. I say you take take Teddy Bridgewater, uh, take Des Bryant. Every yeah, he's really out take just like you did with, just like you did with Terrell Owens. Take Des Bryant. You need well, to, Terrell Owens hadn't stopped playing. Yeah, but like he, he was a bill for a season. Then the Bengals were like. Yeah, screw. We'll, we'll put, he never we'll put two of the most atten- We'll put the two most attention grabbing players in the NFL together. Well, as soon as he got as soon as he got picked up by the Saints, he got injured. So 
and then he's become recovering over the injury. I feel like he's he needs a redemption. You get him for the low. I think it did elevate. He was elevated by the fact that he had Michael Thomas around him. Yeah. I think he'll have that like Calvin Johnson return, where it's like fuck you, I'm doing it. Even yeah. though like Calvin didn't move, he just <clears throat> he was out for what six games that one season, mm-hmm. and then he came back like fuck you, sitting on fire. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm with Thomas on this one. You take Teddy Bridgewater, and I mean that way you can still draft some people if you take some low pick. Take one of the quarterbacks that you know is going to be good. Like I said, we've we've discussed it more than once on the, just this podcast. There's six, seven guys that yeah. clearly really have good. the potential. <clears throat> Take one of those guys. Either retain Dalton or pick up a Bridgewater, pick up a, I don't know, one of the other 14 quarterbacks. That... Yeah. So you got Rivers, Brady, Winston. Cam. Cam Newton. He, Cam's in a tough spot. He because he doesn't, he he should be a backup, but his ego will not allow it. Mm. I think it he went to the Super Bowl. I don't think he wants to be a backup. No, his ego will not allow it. And there's going to be a team out there who's going to be like, "We're looking to sell jerseys." I wouldn't be surprised if it's the Bucks. Also, if it's a way to push the Bengals into realizing like your quarterback doesn't just have to be a pocket guy. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at Cam for two seasons. That way you don't have to worry about protecting because he's just run. <clears throat> I'm, I don't. I don't think Cam would flourish, especially because because five years ago Cam Newton best athlete in the NFL. Now, I'm not sold on him. He got hit too many times. Yeah, <laughs> and he's he just his, dinked and dunked it to. Well, when you have the best overall all-purpose back in the NFL. Yeah. He can just dink and dunk it to McCaffrey, and McCaffrey will just help him rack up stats. See, that didn't help much for Eli, though. <laughs> Eli had the same thing in the second best. They yeah. Didn't much. It was Saquon. And... <laughs> but, yeah, I, I would, rather than them going hard on Burroughs, and I don't know if you're finished or not. But no, I'm good. <clears throat> rather than going that hard on Burroughs, which I, I don't know, I just, I don't, something in me says it's not the right thing. I, I have that something in me too, but at the same time, for the last four months, Joe Burrow has been marketed as a future Cincinnati Bengal. Right, but like you said before, that was tank for tank for Tua. But that's because of the injuries that Tua took on. All right, so give him a year behind Cam. Give him a year behind Teddy. I w- okay. If you're gonna take that route. Because a lot of Bengals fans are saying, if you draft Burrow, start him instantly. Yes, of course. You have to. Yes. You're the number one draft pick. You have to. You're pinned No, you don't. Yeah, they didn't do did. that with Carson Palmer. But Carson wasn't. It wasn't the same thing. The vibe of this is if. The the Bengals, when they drafted Carson and when they draft the next player, same record. 2-14. No, and 14. no my point is that if you draft Burrows and sit him like they did Carson... You might as well just not have drafted him. If he does, if you don't have that first year payoff with a guy who had a one year, unbelievable college career, you have to hit while that pants. So hot. there's something. There's something you said about you want him to ride that momentum, right? Which maybe he will, maybe he won't. NFL is a different speed than fucking LSU. Always will be. You know, it's it's not it's not the same. He had. 
he had an ideal situation for someone to show off. He did it. He did it great. He performed under pressure. He did an he amazing job. He played against the best teams. And granted, people think the SEC is better than it actually is. The SEC is top-heavy. Right. So It's a very top-heavy conference. Because think about the other teams like Kentucky, Tennessee. They are 500 teams. Well, yeah. think of it like when Brady Quinn came out. Everybody's like, first-round pick. He's got to be the first. Yeah. He was the golden boy. Yeah. How'd that work out? He's a fucking analyst now <laughs> on the third-rate YouTube he's with, version of NFL Network. He's with – no, he's a college analyst. <clears throat> no, I mean, he's he with all the other guys who peaked in college, like Mark Sanchez, Matt Leinart. Oh, you mean a bunch of first-round picks that didn't pan out? Yeah. Who, be, who people thought were going to be the shit. Tell me that when Joe – Joe Buck dies of fucking coronavirus. Joe Burrows is I his fucking neck. hope so. <laughs> I'm just saying, tell me Burrows isn't the... This is the next gimme for that job. Maybe. Cocky, gets pissy at... Too much ego on his shoulders for... <laughs> he does have a huge ego, and I really... I want that to be the competitive, like, I can't lose, so I don't like when you ask me questions that... But you Don't. know who else had that? Ryan Leaf. <laughs> How'd that go? That Horrible. That did not go well. I feel like you're making my point pretty well. I'm, I'm making the worst case scenario point. Because with every draft pick, I acknowledge that Joe Burrow could be a giant flop. I'm going to say, I feel like he's going to be. I don't think he'll be a flop. All right. Let me let me let me re- let me restructure my point. The Bengals with the Bengals, anything can happen. You could get the fucking goat, you or you that could get Akili Smith. Four hmm. people out of Joe Burrow's offensive line are going to be drafted this year within the first three rounds. Yeah, that's extremely true, and the Bengals don't have a whole lot of protection. So you're going to put Burrow's behind what? You're hoping Jonah Williams. Hoping. More than likely. Okay, and then what? Uh, Trey Hopkins. Who's been a... He's been good. He's been one of their better... He's also been bumped to the practice squad six times. He's been one of their better guys. Which isn't saying much. For a 2-14 team. You hope Billy Price can be somewhat of a guard. He won't. It sucks to say. If if he could avoid fucking Golden Corral, he'd be a linebacker. Like, like let's be honest with what he is. Like, is anyone mistaken that the guy's not? He's de- he's not strong enough to do what he's doing. He's just not. He's not that guy. It's 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 not. There's no. He's like at the. He's at the height and weight right now where he doesn't fit a certain position. No, he should be a linebacker, but he's playing lineman because he doesn't. I'm gonna stop eating. I, that's not. That's not where I want to. Like, put oh, future. he's Eddie Lacy. Uh, fat Eddie, fat Eddie. I remember 2013. I remember we've hit the two hour mark. By the way, um, I was so gung ho on Eddie Lacy being a Bengal. Mm-hmm. I wanted the Bengals to draft him so bad. They instead drafted Giovanni Bernard, who's been okay. They had a great two first two years. I was, I was very against Lacey. Gio was always stuck behind somebody. 
that was his big problem. Because his first year, he was uh, behind Ben Jarvis, Green Ellis. Yep. And then the year after that, Jeremy Hill kind of took the reins. So Gio's always been a second-string guy, which I think has helped his longevity a little bit. Well, he can't be a, he, he can't be a brute. He's not a brute. He's a scat back. Yeah, he's just the guy that can wade in between blades of grass. Well, you, you saw the Bengals up with fucking Cedric Benson. They they were like, oh, hey, this guy that's great on third and fourth down. Let's uh, let's make your first and second down back. And then he died. Yeah, I mean recent. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, but they, they didn't play him at all. How he, like, what he was. So it's good. Yeah, it's great for Gino that he doesn't get played outside of what he's supposed They're to do. They're finally getting their shit together with Mixon a little bit, yeah. uh, right? Where again, you have Mixon, you have Boy, you have, you have AJ. You have, they have um, a good scrappy receiver core. Get a quarterback that can fucking move. Get a quarterback that can look. That's what the NFL... Which I've heard that's what Burrow does very well. He reads defenses I think that's one of his weaker... That's where I pick Tua over Burrow's every time, is reads. The the level of defenses they played is not the fucking same thing. It's... I think Tua had a harder road to get to where he went. Because... No, Tua came about... Like, very late in a season. Late late sophomore year. Right, but I'm just saying, like, the teams... He played... I think he had... What was the... His first game starting, he had, what? A blitz every six plays. Yeah, you're trying to get a new kid. <laughs> so they blitz on him every six plays, on average, through the whole game. And they still won by, what, 21 points? LSU did? Or Bama did? Bama. Bama. When so was it? Joe Joe Burrow's never he didn't have a comparable point for me to go. Oh, this is what happens when everything falls apart. <clears throat> everything fell apart onto a for three games. <clears throat> that Auburn Alabama game that year, I've never seen a more aggressive defense. I grew up in Alabama. My grandfather taught for Auburn. I am very well versed in that. It's one of the few college games I watch every year. Auburn Bama. I've I remember not... where I was for the kick six. Mm. But go back and watch that game. It's on YouTube. I've watched it twice. <laughs> the Iron Bowl? I've never seen such an aggressive Auburn defense ever. They've been like a running team, uh, a, a check down team. They've had so many running backs. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, their head coach was a. <laughs> one of the be- one of their former running backs is the best athlete of all time. Bo Jackson. I was yeah. say, say you have to go between Bo Jackson and Herschel Walker. Yeah, well, who are you gonna say with this? I say Bo. I, I agree. Yeah. Bo being able to play fucking playoff baseball games and then Go fly <laughs> halfway across the fucking <laughs> fly halfway across the country to play a fucking playoff that guy was just a different thing but no I, I, I've never seen Auburn's defense in the entire time I've watched football as aggressive as they were against Tua period I've never seen them it's their big game of the year <clears throat> but they, they 
<coughs> so crazy aggressive, and he did great. Whereas if you look at Joe Burrow's three worst games out of his season, it's also three times that he was blitzed on the most in that season. And I and I feel like this could be a bullshit argument, but the thing that concer- a thing a thing that concerns me with Tua is the fact that he pl- and I hate to say this is the fact that he played for Alabama. Mm. I hate to say that because you never see a quarterback come from that system and like thrive in the NFL. But also think about it this way: I, I'm absolutely with you as an Alabama fan growing up. All of my mom's family. You know who I just fans. found out was an Alabama quarterback, Freddie Kitchens. Yeah, <laughs> I just found that out like a few, like a few, oh, like a month or two ago. <laughs> yeah, he learned how to play as a quarterback with a defense. He learned to play safe ball. He yeah. learned to play Alabama football. And granted, you can make the argument with LSU quarterbacks too. <sighs> well, but if you're going to extend out that far, then you have to go TCU. You have to go Clemson. You have to. Well, Clemson has uh, Deshaun Watson now. Right, but uh, I'm saying TCU had Andy Dalton. Yeah, he's not the same thing. Tua can, I mean, Tua crossed up fucking defensive ends like Iverson in the finals. Like his his he crossed over. Step. He was he crossed over Tyron Lue, didn't he? Uh, and uh, <laughs> what was the dude from uh, uh, Oregon? The fucking freak out. He's he got injured. I don't think he went to. Are you so, for football? Yeah, he was a fucking freak athlete. He was like six three, and they were had him at defensive end, which tells you something. I thought I was talking about like Mariota or no. This is was he a quarterback? No, he was defensive end and linebacker. Let's it, see. He's talking about the dude that went to Baylor. He went to Baylor, and they got moved to Oregon. I think he's talking about like the one dude that caught the case, Oakman. Sean Oakman. Yeah, I think you're right. He had no neck. Yeah, he looked like yeah. fucking, he, he looked like, he looked like yeah. uh, Takeo Spike's light. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Watching like to cross him up like he was a fucking basketball player. <laughs> There's zero percent chance we'll that Joe Burrows does that. We'll see. We will see what happens. And I'm not saying it's not going to happen. We don't know until it actually happens. I just I I'm a. You know, in every political sense, I am as liberal as you get. When it comes to football drafts, I'm as conservative as you get. Mm. I say take Chase. You know, it's a pro bowl. It's a Hall of Famer on your fucking roster. And he's a building block of your defensive line. He's also just, a, at this point, an addition to a not terrible defensive line. Yeah. An aging one. Yeah. They are they are getting old. Gino and Dunlap were both I drafted. Gino plays another five years. No, easily. If Pecco's still playing, he could play. Yes. If what? Dominic Pecco's still playing. He, Gino could play at number five. Also, Gino's. Well, will Gino play at the same level that he's played four or five years ago? Uh, he just ran a four nine forty. That's not bad. Yeah. He's a defensive lineman. Yeah. What was your four nine forty? Or what was your forty? Four nine. <laughs> So, yeah. Thomas is ridiculously athletic and powerful for what he does. Like Gino just this year ran at four nine forty. That's, that's pretty good. That's, that's good for a three hundred pounder. Three hundred twenty six pounder. Whatever yeah, he is. <laughs> we shall see in just a second. <laughs> 
So I don't think he's slowing down. He's got that like three hundred two. He's got that like Sean Merriman kind of feel. That bob. Sean Merriman had just had just had tenacity to him. I think Gino shout out to Sean Merriman, same high school. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because every time Sean Merriman would would get a sack, he would do that like pompous fish. Lights out. Lights out, Sean lights Merriman. Out, lights out, Sean Merriman. But I feel like Gino's got that. That run stop ability, he's well, just no, just that, that like mo- that motor. Yeah, that motor yeah. in him. Like uh, my buddy worked for Ignition Sports for a long time, <clears throat> and uh, he's been there about ten years. And he said the two people that have impressed him most in, in his entire career were Marcus Hunt because he was six foot eight and could do a standing flat footed backflip. And where is he now? Leader <clears throat> Bengals. He's gone. Marcus Hunt. He yeah, he went somewhere else. Mm. But he also just didn't. He just didn't have the mental ability to. to, to He's a cult. To pick up everything he needed to in such a short time. Like yeah, this, you're talking about somebody who played football for a year and a half in college. Yeah. But as far as like my buddy that worked at Ignition, he was like, I've never met more of a physical freak until he met Gino. Really? He's like the he's like the amount of shit Gino can do that you would never expect a guy his size to do is he's like he doesn't you can't hurt him. You can't you can't slow him down. <laughs> that, and again, this is my buddy who I met through MMA training. Oh. That's how he got his job there was he was a a boxing and wrestling coach for a bunch of MMA gems and now he works for Ignition. Like they paid him to move here. And he was like, Gino's a different thing. Oh, I, I don't doubt. I mean, pretty much most NFL players are different things. Well, you realize most of his career has been working with high-level fighters, NFL players. Yes. Like he was in uh, San Diego for a while as a, working. Now he's at Ignition Sports in Ohio. I guarantee you, Gino is one of the few 300-pound men that doesn't have tits. <laughs> He's just, uh, again, this is just me taking personal stuff from a friend of mine, but he's like, the shit Gino does, like his box jumps and shit, no one his size does what he does. He's like, nothing hurts him. He doesn't wear down. He doesn't tire out. He doesn't. So I think Gino will be around for a while. Here's a question. You think Gino's a Hall of Famer? Fuck, should be. Yeah, he can make it. I don't really think anyone sees any Bengals a Hall of Famer. I mean, he's running the same, somewhat the same path as Sat. You know, just, name someone with better stats. I can't. You know what, JJ Watt? Well, well, Gino is but a defensive same, tackle. That's what I'm saying. Watt's an end. But yeah, let's just say you have to go to a different position to find a guy with comparable stats. The only one you can say is Donald and maybe Sue. Aaron Donald. Yeah. yeah, Donald and maybe Sue. Well, Sue is not a Hall of Famer because he's also a piece of shit. Yeah, but he he has stats. Wherever he's gone, he has stats. Yeah, like Even most piece of shit, most ejections. <laughs> he still gets to the damn quarterback. Yeah, I come from an MMA world where being a piece of shit does not disqualify your ability. Uh, I don't think Indomitian Sue is a Hall of Famer. I bet you he will be. Just, just look at his stats. I'm saying. Number three jersey sales for four years in a row. 
I really don't think because of the suspensions he's had. I don't know. Roger Goodell jerks off into an Andalica suit jersey every fucking three weeks out of the year. Well, what does he do the other 50 or 49 weeks of the year? Just jerk off into a Tyreek Hill jersey? No, mm. I think he's still going uh, Aaron Rodgers. And- oh, Tom Brady for sure. <laughs> no, he hates Tom Brady. He, no, he doesn't jerk off. He has the same masseuse that Bob Kraft has. Uh. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was gross. No, that was, that was fantastic. They, no, I know, but it's, it's just the no. imagery of Bob Kraft getting mm. jerked off. Just no. <sighs> By some tiny Asian girl with tiny, tiny Asian, Asian hands. hands. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Thomas knew where I was going. Oh, I love that. He is so, so pretty. <laughs> he was some more pressure. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's stop before we turn into Shane Gillis here. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. So we are going to. We're going to wind this thing down. It's been, we're at almost two hours and 15 minutes. We're almost there. We, this is by far the longest we've had. We really got to some conversations. I had a lot of fun. Predictions and bullshit. So predictions, we made our predictions. Uh, you guys think Chase Young should Chase be the Young. next Bengal? Absolutely. More than, I, 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 I'm not saying. All right, so let me do this. If you think Burrow's first, who's second? Chase Young. No, no, no. I mean, who's the Bengals' second pick? Yeah. Okay. I thought about this, and I would like to uh, go for defense. You have to go for defense. What? That's what we're saying. I was thinking that if they go with Burroughs, you almost have to go offensive tackle next, right? You got Jonah. Jonah's Jonah basically doubles as a first round pick, like another first round pick, because he hasn't played yet. I still think he has the ability. Because I remember when the Bengals drafted him, they were saying like he's a huge football nerd. He loves football. He's a solid offensive line prospect. I still think Jonah Williams could be a great player for 10, 15 years. I think that this draft will be, when you look back at it, I think it will be more rich in defensive backs and offensive linemen than anything else. Yeah. <clears throat> because there's so much weirdness with quarterbacks moving around from teams. That's well, I think what's getting will all the help if you draft – I say Burrow because it seems like that's like 99% the case. Right, but I feel like then your second and third round picks both have to be linemen. You have to protect them. They have to be. Or you're... You're wasting your pick. Or yeah, he's going he's gonna to Brady Quinn his way out of the second fucking league. Second defense. Well, if, you're, if you draft Burrow, you have to make a free agent signing. If you draft Burrow, you have to draft linemen. You have to draft offensive linemen behind that. There's no way you can't. You have to get either someone off the free agent market or... there's. But who's... There's yeah, who's, 50 quarterbacks and fucking two linemen. You're yeah, going to have to draft linemen, linemen, so you're burning there. your second, third round picks off a... To go I've for been a, on both... I've Honest to God, I've been on both sides of this debate. I've I've been a, I've been a Chase guy. I've been a Burrow guy. I just I'm happy with either. And I say if you second round has to be a linebacker, has to be. I think if you go Burrow, you have. If they go Burrow and not a lineman, <clears throat> they're doing him a huge disservice, especially for a guy who doesn't want to really be here to start with. Like I feel like if you draft him, you're all, 
almost like obligated, like, okay, we'll get we'll get you somebody. Because <clears throat> if they go defense on that second round, one, this is not a great draft for linebackers. All right. But it is a really uh, offensive lineman heavy draft. I mean, I think we're going to see <clears throat> a handful of Hall of Famers at least out of this draft. Do you go tackle or guard? Tackle. You got you to give him a new left tackle. You got you to gotta start there. Williams is, I think you have to make Williams your next left tackle. I think you make Williams a right tackle where he fucking belongs. Mm. Size, shape, ability. He's a right tackle. He's, it's what he does. So he's built for. Right. Thomas, you're, you're a defensive lineman. Yeah. Where would you put him on the offense? Left or right? Isn't Joe Burrows a lefty, though? So Joe Burrows a righty. No, yeah, yeah, you're right. Is a righty? He's a right-hand quarterback. Two is a lefty. Okay, so there we go. <clears throat> so, yeah. So under that, yeah, put him right. He's not... He's not mobile like a left tackle needs to be. So, so do you not... trade for Trent Williams? Uh, he's going to cost a lot. Yeah, I don't know. He's going to cost a lot. One, I don't know that you get him to come here. Getting, getting, getting him to go from one dysfunctional organization to another. Right, he's, he's going to cost a lot. Yeah. So I just, I just don't see It's going to cost draft picks that the Bengals don't really have. Right. That was just an idea that I had. I'll, yeah. I'll so I think that. if you pick Burroughs first, if your second isn't a left tackle, left guard, Something to give him some structure to make him feel comfortable. You're doing him a huge disservice. Well, you're also ignoring the possibility that the Bengals could trade Dalton before the draft and get a second or third round pick out of him. They could, but I could also grow a dick out of my forehead (laughs) between now and the draft. I mean, could I could drive to work with my feet. It doesn't make it a good fucking idea. Do you trade Dalton before the draft? No. You let some team who's like, we'll get something in the draft. Or we'll get one of these crazy free. There's so many quarterbacks. Some team is going to fuck that up. And then you go, you want a ginger? And I'm like, I mean, no, but yeah. It's kind of like the end of the night at the bar where you're like, do you want a ginger? Do you want the girl where you can see all of the whites of her eyes all the way around her pupil? I mean, not really, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll take it. But... Like, we're going to do this. We all know what's going to happen, but no one's happy about all it. All right, sugar tits, let's get this over with. All right, freckles. Like, it's going to be a, it's going to, there's going to be Disagree some... with your sentiment there. Oh, I, I love freckles. Thank you. <laughs> it was just a, that's actually an old, uh, uh, Sound it out. I'm trying to remember who it was that had the joke. Uh, it's not Habersat. What? Anyway, <clears throat> there's no joke about if you if you drink too much early, you end up with the girl with freckles at the end of the night. <laughs> it's a joke that was in my head when I said it that made it make sense. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit happens. But um, you guys, James think- Inman. It was a James Inman joke. Oh, okay. There it is. But, I still uh, think the most likely scenario, I wouldn't be mad if the Bengals acquired more picks and got Chase Young. I just don't know how you're going to get three first-round picks from Miami, get Washington's number two pick. 
trade them the other two first rounds you get? Because they're already assuming they're getting a, a not Joe Burrow's quarterback. It's Miami gives you three. You give two and then take their second and third, which is what the Bengals have done before. Mm-hmm. So you trade off number one to Miami for their three picks. So Washington, either your other first two picks, other than your highest, or uh, you know your second highest and your first highest second round pick, which Washington would probably take. You get Chase, potentially trade up again, drop that other first round pick because you're not expecting to have it. So why not waste it? Trade up far enough to get Tua, Chase, Tua, and then in the second round you take uh, the tackle from Washington. I don't know anyone besides Burrow, Chase Young, and like a few other people because of the debate. Yeah. Also, there's like seven. I've gone YouTube, just type in like uh, and watch like the combine stuff for like tackles. There's like yeah. seven of them that are legit considerations to be like first round picks. What I would hope the Bengals do at some point though is do, and I can't believe I'm saying this team. But do what the Redskins did. <laughs> I'm not mad at... I, I get where you're going, and I'm not mad at you for it. Do you th- Where do you think I'm going? Say your piece, and I'll fix it after. Okay. They drafted Dwayne Haskins the first round. Yeah. Third round, they drafted a wide receiver that uh, Haskins played with at Ohio State, Terry McLaurin. Yeah. And I think the Bengals would be smart to do that. Oh, yeah. That so this is where I was thinking where you're... So if they take Tua, take... Uh, What's his name? Put Alabama and then went to uh, Ole Miss for a senior year. Uh, receiver. I'm not sure his name. Not ring the bell. Fuck it, I know. And then that kid, uh, Javelin McCurry. Well, yeah. He ran like a straight out four three. Yeah. He'll be there. Oh, the third. I think I know you're talking. Didn't he run the fastest time at the combine? Uh, I think he was second fastest, but yeah, I think there's a DB who actually beat him by like point two. Yeah, Who's, I think the fastest time was like. Four point two eight. Yeah, there's there's a kid that uh, he looked like spaghetti noodles being fired out of a gun. <laughs> or like Andrew it's so Ritter crazy that John Ross has the fastest time ever. I remember watching that the his senior year watching the Auburn Alabama game and being like, "What the fuck is happening?" Like, there's a couple times they were like, "Here you go," and he just went through every fucking body, and you're like. What's happening right now? Like hmm. that dude is unreasonably. This is gonna be a crazy. This is gonna be a crazy off season. Yeah, I, I, I would like. I just, again, I prefer to go safe. If you have a team that won two games last year, get new talent. Get new talent that can make an impact immediately. Right. Yeah. So even if your quarterback isn't gonna be, like, let's say, you know, whatever crazy whirlwind things have happened, and they pick up to it. Sit him behind somebody for a fucking year. Let him heal. Let him I go. wouldn't mind, and I know it's going to be a high cost, but I wouldn't mind Tom Brady coming in. <laughs> Do you think he would want to come into Cincinnati? I think Which he... I believe New England over the years has shown a lot of respect for Cincinnati. New England every year since Duke Tobin has taken his position has offered him his job. Really? Every year. The GM position for... Player, head of player personnel. Every year, New England offers him a job. And it's 
at what they pay their guy, which is not what Duke gets paid, and Duke likes it here and he stays here, but every year. So that's why you've seen so many... I mean, how many people from the Bengals are fucking Patriots? How many Bengals have become Patriots? (laughs) That's what I'm saying is... The first one I remember was Corey Dillon. Yeah. And then everyone since then? Jeremy Hill. Rex Burkhead. Chad. Chad. Marquise Flowers. Yeah. Everybody. Muhammad Sanu. Yeah. They love what our draft team does. They want our scouts. So but Mike Brown is such a fuck idiot. But if you can throw Andy into the deal to sweeten it, it might be plausible. Yeah. We'll take Tom for seventy year plus. You guys pay the rest of it, and we give you Andy. They'd do it. I would. I I've, I would not be mad if Tom mm. Brady was a was a Bengal. I wouldn't. Either. I don't think it'll happen. No, I don't. It's, it's more yeah. of a pipe dream than anything. Yeah. But, I mean, Tampa Bay's dreaming. Y'all could dream. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, if you had to play for Tampa or Cincinnati, it's gonna be like. I think I said this last time, but I would not be surprised if the Raiders picked him up. I don't. I wouldn't either. Because the Raiders do crazy shit. Yeah. And they're going to Vegas. But I think they trust Carr, even though they shouldn't trust Carr. Anyway. I, I think if they're going to Vegas, Brady. <laughs> oh boy. Him and Giselle, just, just the just the the betting line yeah. in town. Like I've seen what happens with fighters who train in Vegas when it comes to betting lines, and I'm like, you guys are out of your fucking mind. There's a handful of fights where I'm like, they're like, this person's a 600 point favorite. I'm like, I've watched every fight he's ever had, and if you don't believe me, Thomas will attest. I watch yeah. every combat sports thing that happens from. UFC down to like. Are you a pro wrestling guy? Not at all. Thank you. I like combat sports, not shitty soap operas with <laughs> juiced up. Which you could get banned from the Cincinnati comedy scene for saying that. I don't give a. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's one thing I'm gonna start doing. I'm just I'm gonna try and start not giving a fuck what people think. Cause that's one been one of my my um that's been a kryptonite of mine for ever since I could remember. I'll tell you what, when Lily moves back up here, I'll have you be her tutor for a few weeks. And you can just, she can pick up your math stuff, you can pick up her, don't give a fuck. I think Buzzy will flourish. Oh, boy. <laughs> but, yeah, like, just seeing how crazy the odds get switched for certain Vegas fighters. Like, people like train out of Extreme Couture. There's times I'll see betting odds, and I'm like, how? How is, like, it, if I had the money to do it, there's a bunch of times I would have bet. But it's also crazy how much attention people, how much people talk about Tom Brady when they realize he has a year, maybe two left. Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, it's still Tom Brady for uh, about six years. People were like Bernard Hopkins is uh, this is his last year fighting. Yeah, he, fought he was fifty-one fucking years old before he fell in the ring and cracked his fucking skull. You gotta think. I mean, he ain't really been hurt. Tom Brady ain't really been hurt. He has he. I remember one year he had his knee blown out. He came back like nothing happened. Yep, and Matt Eight Castle weeks. took over that year. Eight weeks. I I he really don't has more injuries than Tom Brady. 
And, and really, Dalton's been consistent throughout his career. Right, which is why the Patriots would love him. We might be able to trade him. Eh, I don't know. It won't happen, but I'd like <laughs> I remember seeing someone were predict where Andy Dalton would go, and the first person said the Patriots. So... And I think it'd be a. I think I think Dalton to the Patriots is a very plausible situation. I, that I don't doubt nearly as much as Tom Brady coming here. I don't think Tom Brady would be. No, here. Tom Brady coming here is just a pipe dream. <clears throat> we're gonna get some like. <clears throat> we're gonna get Trubisky. Nah, hang on. I'm, I'm just saying they're, they're so like Trubisky level. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what? With the way the Bengals have done, we're gonna get like Matt Liner's gonna come every time. <laughs> Wow. We're going to get Joey Harrington's <laughs> dumbass out of retirement. Like, uh, we're just going to draft a Brady, or we're just going to pick up a free agency, Brady Quinn and fucking Matt Liner. Like, <laughs> crushing it. Like, no, <laughs> no, guys, stop. All right, so I think the Bengals are going to sign Tim Couch. <laughs> who, by the way, in all seriousness, I will go to my grave saying he was not a bust. I do not think he was a bust. He could have been a... He was not a bad quarterback, all things considered. That's like saying Crossroads could be a real church. So what? Sorry, Zach. How does that make sense? They're fucking not. I go to Crossroads sometimes. Don't do that. I mean, as much of a dirtbag as I kind of can be, um, it helps me stay sane. I'm just, that's like rooting for the Yankees. Yeah, I can never... <laughs> Every time I see a guy go to the Yankees, I'm like, oh, god damn it. Going to a mega church is rooting for the Yankees of religion. <laughs> have some, have some, have some personal, go for an underdog. Yeah. Be a fucking Methodist for a couple of years. I don't, whatever, I don't, <laughs> just don't do that. Sorry, Zach. Sorry, David. <laughs> they don't listen. <laughs> That's fair. But. It's Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. That's not. That's just not what it is. It's it not does. What it's it is be. kind of crazy though, because as much as you guys have said, like Chase Young, the most likely scenario is Joe Burrow, and I think that's the. I mean, as much as the Bengals would be, it would not be a bad move to get Chase Young, but I think it, at this point, I don't see it not happening. Them getting Joe Burrow. <clears throat> no, after the past few interviews, where you see he's gotten a publicist and a agent. Where he's like, oh, I was never saying anything bad about Cincinnati. He's like, I mean, you for sure were. You were implying it. He's like, no, I just was saying I don't know what's going to happen in the draft. We all know what's going to fucking happen. <laughs> so, yeah, I think he more than likely it will end up being bros. And if they don't pick up a couple of people to protect them, it will be... you got to get a free agent. Like, cause the, <laughs> the ones the Bengals have gotten have not panned out, like Cordy Glenn... But if you don't get someone to protect him, he's going to have a can of SpaghettiOs in each leg instead of knees. <laughs> like, he, he's just going to be... He's, he's going to be Todd Gurley. Uh, yeah, he's going to be a 50-year-old player by the time he's 27. Yeah. I mean, look at what Cleveland's done, I don't know, all the time? <laughs> Every time? How, how much longer do you think Baker lasts? Two. I think he goes to jail two seasons from now. Really? Still two years. Two years. <laughs> I think Burrow, if the Bengals draft him, he could be the next Baker Mayfield, both good and bad. Uh, Maybe facial hair. Facial hair. <laughs> but his will be blonde, so everyone will hate it more. Ooh. Never mind. I don't God. like that. I don't even want to think about it. Going from a ginger to a blonde? <laughs> get a guy with normal... Uh, like, let's get some 
Fucking melanin in our team, got Sorry. <laughs> I feel like I'm from Washington now. Oh, uh, that's okay. So we have uh, eclipsed the two and a half hour mark. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll cut it off. I think they've to- the listeners have tolerated enough. <laughs> More than enough. <laughs> More than enough. If you stuck with us, congratulations on your one hundred dollar cash prize from yeah. Simple Safe. And also, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, seriously, uh, our listeners fun. have a. Uh, our listens have gone up over the last, uh, um, ever since the off season started. They've been going up. I literally checked the numbers right beforehand. They've gone up, so we appreciate you guys. We hope you subscribe. Thanks to our sponsors, Armshell Americans, Simple Safe, My Bookie, everyone else that's been helping us out with this and making sure we have we don't have to pay to do our bullshit Bengals opinions. And I'm hey, always, you? always big shout out to Tanner Hines. Shout out to Tanner Hines. <laughs> Um, I've been doing it a little more, but he did a lot this season, uh, this uh, this previous season. I think I'll rely on him more this year. Thomas, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, last thing, we're going to do some plugs. Uh, Thomas, do you have any plugs? Nah. Shameful plug comes to Cincinnati Zoo. Cincinnati <laughs> Zoo. What are, your normal thing? Listen to Rumble Lips. Rumble Lips, Puzzle Buddies. Uh, New Nasty, Nasty Boys. Boys. Middle of somewhere. Middle of somewhere. Fucking, I, I can't recommend it enough. Go balls deep in that uh, one. I, I assure just, you, you'll love it. Just the clip. Just the clip. Uh, fucking Blake Hammond might be the funniest person I've ever met. He's so goddamn funny. We've said it pretty much every podcast. Yeah, and I don't feel bad about it at all. Like, uh, he, uh, every first of all, fucking I'm time right I here. I, I, <laughs> I love <laughs> I you to death, but. I don't give a shit. Blake I might worked, be the funniest person. I worked with met. Blake uh, last year when Anthony DeVito came to town, and it was as if I did not exist as a comic. Like Blake was killing, DeVito was killing. I'm like, hey, I'm here too. Also, uh, Dave Stone's gonna be at the Comet coming up. Yes, he's gonna do like the the Speakeasy show. Dave Stone's a a fucking really monster. Really funny. Never seen him. He is really so funny comic. And uh, get a hold of Carl Spaeth. If you're listening, though, you probably know who Carl is. Yeah. I think he's putting that together, I believe. Nice. I'm assuming. I guess um, I actually don't know any of that at all. But I'm assuming Carl has something to do with it. Yep. I got a couple pluggity plugs. Uh, uh, this coming weekend, assuming everything with uh, coronavirus doesn't cancel my shows. You're uh, not going to be over 250 people. You're fine. Um, <laughs> dick. Anyway, uh... March 14th, I will be at the Independent Comedy Club in Detroit, Michigan, just outside of Detroit. Uh, March 24th, I will be at Toxic Brewing Company in Dayton, Ohio. Uh, I just found out April 24th and the 25th, I'll be at Helium Comedy Club in Illinois. God damn it. uh, (laughs) Helium Comedy Club in Indianapolis, opening up for Nate Craig. Rand Barnaclose featuring. Fucking, that's that's a show to go to. Oh, God boy. Damn, I, I, it's in the upstairs room at Helium. I might drive over for that. Dude, you're welcome. I'll get you free tickets if you want. I don't. I mean, Rand will probably be able to do that more more so than me. But <laughs> No, that's a, that's a fucking lineup, man. Thank you. And Rand and Nate are the, the shit. I've I've hung out with Nate in the past. I've known Rand for years. They're, it's going to fucking great. It's going to be fucking great. And uh, DJ Plug, I'll do a DJ Plug. <laughs> April 15th, um, 
So what's going to happen, April 15th, I DJ at a bar called Milano's. It's right outside the University of Dayton. And we do an event called Blue Beer Day. It is a 20 and a half hour DJ shift. Mm. <coughs> and they, they dye the beer blue and... Alyssa Milano will be there. <laughs> you, you're, you're, the look on your face is very confused. She, she won't be there. She won't be there? Someone else with arm hair will be there. The what? <laughs> with arm hair will be there? I got a little bit. Um, <laughs> so yeah, if you're in the Dayton area, April 15th, come see me have giant bags under my eyes by 6pm. <laughs> and April 26th, which is a Sunday, I'll be headlining Wiley's Comedy Joint uh, for their Sunday showcase. Such a fun club. It's a great <laughs> club. It's uh, Just even going there is fun. It's just a fun yeah. Place. And I think uh, March 19th, assuming everything goes when with the coronavirus and not canceling shows, I will be at uh, the Laughing Skull Club in Georgetown, Kentucky. I'm going to try, I'm just trying to like get my name out there and do as much as I can while I have time off. And yeah, uh, Alex is a, he's a very funny dude. Go see him. Thank you. Go see him. Thank you. I'm trying also, to work. Uh, shout to Nick and Emily over Camellia. Yes, they just they're just like trying to focus on comedy more. Right, and but in a in a very nice way where they're like, oh, we're not trying to fuck with how Go Bananas does things. We're just trying to pick up those. I think even more so, they're not trying to fuck with Tafts. <clears throat> right. Well, I mean, I just I like that that's how they went into it. Yep. So Chameleon's going to have a lot of comedy coming up. Chameleon and Northside, one of my favorite places on the planet rules and uh emily and nick are so they're just fantastic human beings that that really give a shit and are so nice to everybody that that they work with that of course uh, please check that out support them uh so with the outro we've been saying fuck you nfl we like the Bengals. i don't really i don't really want to say fuck you nfl because we're the Bengals are a part of the nfl (laughs) so you want to say fuck you rest of the nfl (laughs) fuck you coronavirus Yes! Let's do that! <laughs> okay, so here's what we're going to do for the rest of the offseason. Find the topic of the month that sucks the most. And then it can go fuck itself. Yes, yeah. and then say we like the Bengals. All right. Do you so want to do that? Do you know three, how that works, Thomas? Fuck Corona. Uh, on three, fuck coronavirus. One, two, three. Fuck you, coronavirus. Oh, let's try that again. Uh, that was shitty as fuck. Fuck you, coronavirus. We like the Bengals. All right. So one, one, two, two three. three. Fuck you, coronavirus. We like the Bengals. Why, man? (laughs) Fuck you. We like the Bengals.